I think you have to listen to this podcast is because not just a story of some foreigner coming and make it in the United States is a story of this young woman that trying to this hard time of the podcasting to make it to the podcast world and I have all hope and all the my put on my bet on it that she will do it and that's why we have to listen to this podcast you might learn something in between of it or hear some story you can tell somebody else's in the dinner table but that's not the important part of it. the important part of this young lady gonna make it and then you say I listened to her almost the first year of podcast <laughs> oh well thank you <laughs> I have to dance with you with all this thing yeah we gotta dance now <laughs> Is it illegal to dance at Leaning Tower? It is illegal to dance at Leaning Tower. Oh my gosh! Um, I I think that would be a great uh, start to this podcast. But um, hi, Kozro. Um, I am here with Kozro. Oh, looks like you got a phone call. Oh, that's my wife. Can we get this on the yes. list? Later? Should we? Yeah, we can pause that. Hello. Salam, chadori shuma khubi. Mm. Uh, don't you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, sorry about that. That's okay. Um, so, hello. I have a question for you. Oh, yeah. What does this thing does? This is boom. The it, it, it diffuses the sound. It's like Not a sp- spit catcher. It's got spit catcher. Okay. I don't know. I think that's... <laughs> I, 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 I thought, David, open up the Open up the sound. I, I mean, I'm not the tech savvy person. I just bought the gear. Good. That's a good. <laughs> I just did what I was that's, told to buy. That's good. Yeah. Um, so hi, I am here with Kozaro Davari, and he is the newly retired from owning Leaning Tower of Pizza um, in Minneapolis for how long? Forty-two years. 42 years. And I worked there about a year and a half before, so total of maybe 43 years. It sounds so funny. You worked there in the kitchen. Yes. For a year and a half. Yes. I was a cook and managing the kitchen over there. But another restaurant I started as a... uh, First I started as a dishwasher, then I ended up to be a pizza cook in that restaurant. And then I went to the Leaning Tower as a pizza cook. In 1978. 1978. And none of you guys were born yet. Yeah, I wasn't born yet. <laughs> 1978, not many people were born in no. 1978. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you really old. I am, but I'm enjoying it. I enjoy my life. I enjoy my life. I'm enjoying the 40 years of being an owner. The first 10 years of it was really, really hard. And then working maybe literally 60 to 80 hours per week and then little by little we get better i've been discouraged so many times that it was incredible that i didn't drop everything and left wow <clears throat> and you stuck it through i did you know because i love talking to people and enjoying people as a customer they come they were a lot of good customer we had a good food and, you know for a casual restaurant we had a good food people they compliment and then discourage us to do go better and better and uh, the turning point was the WCCO I don't remember in 1988 or 87 maybe uh, they did the best pizza in Minneapolis Twin City area and we won the best pizza in Twin City area and they have it in the news for three times during that day 
and the business started taking off from there and everybody knew about Leaning Tower that had the best pizza in Twin City and really we did, you know, it wasn't, yeah. and we won so many awards and stuff, but after a while I didn't care much for an award, I just want to have with my customer, having a good customer base, good service, good food, that's all it is in a restaurant, you don't need to be too fancy. Yeah, yeah. And you did a really good job with the restaurant, and um, I believe that you you did a lot of uh, changes to it. Like you added on a bar, you added. When I bought the place, there was a three other people involved. We were all a student, and they were two delivery driver, myself and my brother. And there's four of us. We bought the place. We thought we can handle it and go to college at the same time. <laughs> that was the end of my career college. I was supposed to be architect or uh, at the time they call it the system analysis. The, today they call it programmer from University of Minnesota. Oh, wow. And that was it. I never graduated. I had about nine months to go and I never finished it. You know? Well, you knew enough to do some handiwork at Leaning Tower Pizza. I do. I like handiwork. I like the working with my hand and thinking about it. I like to design stuff. And maybe jumping forward too much, but yeah. Leaning Tower in the last 40 years, I remodeled it about at least seven times, so almost average of the about wow, less seven. than less than every five years or six years, we remodeled and we kept the originality of it, but we move, we add to it, we change it, modernize it, but we kept that still you come here and you could see Leaning Tower. You could see the Leaning Tower. Still is a Leaning Tower, but it changed a little bit. When I bought it, it was just a bunch of uh, picnic table and one dining room. No alcohol, no liquor license, no beer, nothing. And I took it from that, and by three years we had a liquor like beer and wine, and then we had a liquor license and bar or stuff. Yeah, so let's go back. I feel like we are jumping ahead. Yeah, we did. So, yeah, we did. <laughs> I kind of, yeah. So, <clears throat> so tell me about you starting to work at Leaning Tower of Pizza. Um, let's go way back. Let's start from how you even got here. Well, I moved uh, from Iran in 1976. I come to New York, and I stayed there for a little bit, and then I come... July 1st, 1976, I come to Minneapolis because a lot of my friends were in Minneapolis. And I usually all the time joke that bicentennial, that big celebration of 200 years of United States or America was for me. <laughs> and so that's a, my reference when I did come to United States, 1976, bicentennial. <laughs> and so I start as a foreigner, usually don't speak English, especially Iranian people. I had some background in learning English, but he couldn't speak a word. So I ended up to be doing that, what all the foreigners do. Either you <laughs> can be a cab driver or a dishwasher, because you don't have to talk to anyone. <laughs> and I decided to be a dishwasher and go to school at the same time. That's so awesome. that was my start of career in the restaurant business. And you learned English in school, is that I right? did go to school a little bit for English, but I learned it mostly in the street. As a matter sure. of fact, it's still my writing skill is not good at all because I did not restaurant you don't need to write a lot of scientific yeah. writing and you do that but you learn English from people I know a lot of English thing with accent but a lot of American they don't know that yeah sometimes I use it they said how do you know that I said, oh, learn it in the street yeah <laughs> 
That's so cool. So you came here as a dishwasher and you washed dishes where? It wasn't, at first it wasn't Leaning Tower. No, it wasn't Leaning Tower. It was a, a restaurant called in St. Claude. They call it Happy Chef. Happy Chef. Happy Chef is a, <laughs> like an out restaurant that's on the road. You know, the you know, buses are stopped. They get the whole bus loaded. People are coming in and they order french fries or something and then they yeah. go. I started there as a dishwasher and the reason was the good for me because they never wash dishes during the day mm-hmm. and they pile it up and I used to go there at 11 o'clock at night and wash dishes until 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh my gosh. And this room was, I don't know, thousands of the dishes I have to wash it. And, you know, so it gave me some perspective how hard it is to work in a dish room. So I, all the time I had appreciation for the all my dishwasher people that they later on they work for me as a matter of fact I worked every aspect of the restaurant and from there I jumped to be a cook and from being a cook jumped to be a pizza cook and when I moved to Twin City go to University of Minnesota I got a job at another restaurant close to university and then we didn't work out very well then I got a job at Leaning Tower for $2.25 per hour wow wow that is so crazy. And well, when you got a job there, Mary worked there, right? Oh, yeah. Mary, <laughs> Mary is a... Uh, when I worked there for a year and I have like, become a friend, she was a waitress. Yeah. I don't know even... And I know her age. I know her for 40-some years. And when I was young, I was 28 years, 27 years old, and she, she was old and still... <laughs> and we become friends, really good friends, become a, like a family member. She become, uh, She was a... So I worked a year and a half with her as she was a waitress and I was a pizza cook and managing a little bit, pizza cook manager. So we had a good relationship. She likes me to work hard and never let the pizza sit somewhere there and talk. The only thing was I I couldn't answer the phone for delivery because my English wasn't that good yet. (laughs) And some people talked, they get frustrated. Yeah. So she was jumping answer all my phone and I was making a pizza fast, you know, for her. She was, she likes that. I can see that. She likes a hard worker. That's for sure. I heard you, you interview her too. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to listen to that podcast mm-hmm. yet. Do you think she'll come by to your party? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to go get her. She said, she asked me to, if I go get her because she doesn't drive and uh, yeah. she's a little bit old now. And she worked after that, after a year, and when we bought the restaurant, she works with me until about three, four years ago, mm-hmm. maybe more, s- seven years ago. Yeah. She works, so she works with me almost about thirty-five years, and because we didn't have a big pension plan or big retirement plan, this was a small restaurant with ten people in it, fifteen people in it. In one point, it was a lot, and so I kept it. Maybe I should say that, but just it was. I, she was like a family member, so I never cut her out of the payroll. I said, you go home, sit home, just not be in the restaurant, you get your money. Yeah, yeah, because being a server is really hard on the body, and I mean, she was she's worked that body really hard <laughs> all she, over the years. She's a hard worker. <laughs> she was working at the cremat that they make in macaroni, mm-hmm. those cremat, you know, 
she was going to work five o'clock in the morning and uh, she's coming back to the restaurant at three o'clock, work until two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. She taught me how to be a hard worker. I look at her, I said, if this woman can work this many hours, I can do it too. Yeah, yeah, she's, she is a hard worker. She is an inspiration for sure. She is, you know, she's really, you know, sometimes I, I kind of falter that she doesn't have any soft side. I'm a hard worker too, but I have a soft side. So <laughs> she doesn't have any soft yes. side. She's a hard... I think she has a soft side. She does. You she just got to look past her, her her hard exterior. <laughs> yeah. She, no, I agree. Her, her inside is really actually soft. She's That's why I get along with her for 40 some years. Yeah. Not many people did. <laughs> that's funny. I really liked her too when I worked with her. Um, but okay, so then you worked for $2.75? Yep. And then you just decided to buy the place with some people. Well, it wasn't, the, the story is a little bit long, but I don't know how much of time to be have. You know, sure. when, when I was in St. Claude, I was doing the, I was doing the uh, caretaking. And mm -hmm. one time I was fixing the faucet of the, one of the apartment and then I threw a screwdriver screw went through my palm of my hand. Oh my gosh! And so when they, I didn't do anything with it. I just put a bandaid on it, and then the skin, you know, got healed over it. So I had a little bump in my hand, and oh yeah, and I went to the <coughs> get to take them out. They said you cannot work for, you know, at least ten fifteen days. You know, I said okay. When I didn't work for ten fifteen days, when I come back and they said, I asked them, okay, I didn't work for ten fifteen days. They should give me about two days of the. Uh, leave or something like that they said no and it's okay give me a raise i said okay at from 25 cents i said how much raise do you want i said i want a dollar raise that's a lot that means about like a 35 percent 275 to 375 that's yeah, a lot of money that's a lot but i did ask for that i said if you want me to do it that's what i want so they give me a 50 cents raise okay they met and, you halfway yeah and i and i said nope and i quit <gasps> i quit leaning tower and I left work another place. They were making barbecue stuff. And in a matter of six months, Rinning Tower went basically bankrupt because the people they hire instead of me, they were stealing from these people. And <gasps> so Rinning Tower come up for sale. Myself, Jeff Brush, Rick Blade, and my brother that he passed away, Parviz Tavari. Mm -hmm. They called me, they said, hey, Rinning Tower is up for sale. We should buy it because we were looking to open an, another restaurant and go to school at the same time. All of us we were in the school. Yeah. You know, we come over there and we made a deal and we bought the restaurant, four of us, and one of our partners wasn't good from the day first. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. I have an allergy. It's not, I'm not sick. And um, so it's, this partner wasn't good. So the first year we have to double his money to pay him. Every one of us put about $7,500 together, $6,000 together to buy the restaurant. And then he, for first year, he wants to go out because he wasn't a good partner. And then we bought him out. So now it was three of us, uh, Jeff Brush, my brother, and uh, myself. Yeah. And I was the president of the company, so after a while, Jeff Brush got an offer from his dad to buy his dad business. So he comes to me and he wants me to buy. So I don't have any money to buy you out. Yeah. And his dad come to me because they really we were friend now, we were family friend now, all of us. You know, 
because we worked so many hours together. Sometimes we slept at the Leaning Tower at night. <laughs> and uh, so his dad come to me and said, how much money do you have? I said, I have $200 a month I can pay for it. He said, okay, his dad made a deal that I pay $200 a month to him to buy his son's share. Ah. Uh, so I bought his son's share. It took five years to pay it off. Wow. <laughs> wow. And then after, as soon as I bought him out and... By the time my money was done, my brother decided to move to California. And oh. so I have to buy his share out now. Oh, no. <laughs> I said, I'm just done with that one. I can't do this one anymore. So anyway, I put some money together. I bought my brother's share too. And then I end up to be by myself at the whole leaning tower. And then you stood alone. I stood alone. This is, and that was from 1980. Six. That was the time we, I applied for get a liquor license. We had a beer, and then I applied to get a liquor license, and then we start a small bar. Our bar was very small. Yeah. And you you took over the was it like a pool hall next door? Yeah, it was a pool hall. It was a oh, we bought the building the same time too. And okay. It was a store, and we had a we didn't know that, so we went get a bunch of pool table and. Uh, uh, machine and stuff, game and stuff. We put it there, and we have it there for a, six months before city find out that they come and shut it down. That's what everybody think it was a pool hall. It wasn't in a pool hall. We, we thought it was a game room for a pizza place, but we didn't oh. know you have to have a special license oh. for amusement license. Yeah. And we didn't have that license, so the city shuts down that one. So I said, I don't want to deal with it anyway. Yeah. Yes. So after you get the liquor license, I expanded to that part. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I expanded to that co- part and then made it to the small bar. You know, I think it has about six chairs in the bar and another 15 seats around the bar and mm-hmm. a big wall with the glasses between wall and the two part of the dining room. That was last for a long, long time. Yeah. It is, but there was a wall that divided the bar and the restaurant, right? Yes, and this is was the thing was that it was d- during the smoking and everybody was smoking so much cigarette in that <laughs> small bar that literally I had a two smoke eater they call them they used to call them smoke oh, eater yeah. they don't even exist anymore. <laughs> the smoke eater is like a the one is zapped the mosquito or something like yeah. that. He just zapped the smoke somehow to get it, and but it has a filter in it. When you want to wash the filter, it's so bad. Oh. That was that was one of the things I showed to the people. It was a gross, and that was my job. Yeah, how are how are you and everybody else from that time alive? Still, oh, we are all alive. We are, we are, you know, actually, a lot of people are still alive because we had a good time to yeah. doing it, and I was smoking myself, but not heavy smoker. But every day, go home. All your clothes smell like a cigarette. Mm-hmm. You have to take it down. Just throw it in the laundry basket, and next day, get a new set of dress. You could not wear your clothes one even half an hour extra than a <laughs> leaning tower because oh my gosh. you reek a smoke and you know, stuff. It was horrible time for that. Actually, you know, when the smoking ban went out, I wasn't a smoking at the time, but I kind of like it. I said it's going to be okay. Yeah. So I didn't fight it that hard that everybody else did. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Surprisingly, I'm old enough to have served during the smoking time. And 
It was, I remember rolling silverware at Denny's with a cigarette hanging out of my mouth. Like, this is not <laughs> <Yeah>. sanitary. <laughs> not just sanitary. I, I remember the bartender had a cig- cigarette on his lips and then yeah. they're making a drink. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And just, if it's, what do you like? It's a couple of ash, maybe drops. Yeah. And then oh, nobody, nobody no one cares. cares. No. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> I, I made it after I saw that one time. I made it. No bartender can. Have a cigarette. Have a yeah. cigarette when they're making it drink. Yeah, that's fair. That yeah, is a fair. <laughs> I know Mary I told me she knows exactly where her ashtray was in back, back yeah. right next to the silverware. She yeah. keep her ashtray, yeah. <laughs> which is so funny. It was, it was. Well, the time changed. Actually, it changed for better. A lot yeah. of people complain. Said the good old time. I said no. It was a good time. You know. It was fun for them. Now it's fun. Different thing is fun. And yeah. and today is a good old time of tomorrow. So enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Smoking is <coughs> gross. Smoking is gross. <laughs> yeah. Did I, you smoke during that time? No, I, I smoked before that time, actually. Okay. <laughs> before the heaviest smoker. I smoked since I was 14 and I quit at 28. Okay. When it was exactly when I bought the Leaning Tower. I, and I didn't smoke for 20 years, but I smoked a little bit off and on. You kind of don't have to if you walk into that place. No, just, no. I was, I was surprised. You get you get a smoke. If they would let you to smoke pot you know you would be high all the time oh my gosh right oh my gosh you just (laughs) walk into there and just that would be fun that's funny um yeah and so then you kind of had a journey you said that you at one point almost gave up the restaurant i did because uh it was so hard to manage a restaurant a small restaurant and my point was to just let it go i don't want it try to sell it excuse me, <coughs> try to sell it and get out of the restaurant business and do something else's. Mm-hmm. And then somebody told me that your problem is you're kind of a small restaurant and you have to do everything by yourself. If you let it go, hire manager to do some stuff so you can take some days mm-hmm. off and mm-hmm. you might enjoy it more. Actually, that was advice, advice and was coming from the banker. because I think he had experience with other restaurant owners or something yeah kind of overworked so I did hire a manager at that time that was end up to be a good friend of my Max you know and um, we you know when he started doing and I come out of the kitchen mostly mostly and start doing stuff in the restaurant the business take off but it was hard to pay him because the restaurant wasn't making and I get paid too yeah so we start working it out and it started to work out very well. It stopped, the bar picked up. It became a nice little bar, local bar, and people, they would rush to sit on behind the bar. So yeah. we expand the bar. We had a toilet behind the bar. We took the toilet, moved the, all the toilets in different side of the restaurant and expand that toilet to the bar, added the bar, make it bigger, and then it was really good. The business takeoff from that point in a very, very good direction. And that was the time that I stopped by and I keep buying other restaurants and I bought another fancy restaurant, Sophia restaurant. Oh yeah, Sophia, I have a menu from there. Yeah, Sophia restaurant was one of the fanciest restaurants that at the time the Twin City had. This is before 9-11. Wow. Yeah, and it was a fancy restaurant. It was a Monday through Thursday would be for people, traveling people, and then Friday, Saturday was for Local people, they do a lot of party, a lot of uh, anniversary, a lot of birthday party. Yeah. It was because it was fancy. No local people would, very seldom, they would come in and it was expensive stuff. 
we were doing very well until September 11. Hell, uh, nobody was traveling for yeah. a year or two, year or two. So we end up to losing, kind of losing that restaurant. I sold it to other people. Then I opened another leaning tower by the TCF Stadium. TCF Stadium was a promising area, going to be good, but it was okay. But the student around the TCF Stadium doesn't have that much of money to spend on sure. the places that like a leaning tower because we would not be selling our stuff very cheap. We would, I don't call it, I would call it inexpensive, but the student, they like to get $5 for a large Domino's pizza. So they feed them yeah. just the dough, I call it. Sure. You get money, you pay for a dough. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so we d did that one for 10 years, but it wasn't profitable as much. So I sold that one. But at this time, already I was involved in the banking. I, we had our own bank. You know, I was involved in real estate. Wow. I, had a, I had a bunch of real estate. So they sold all the re restaurant and I just started doing the real estate and keep Leaning Tower. Leaning Tower was my favorite place to be hang around there because as a not just as a financial as a mental thing that was the place I started and all the time and as the people said that was my drinking hole also <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, you hung out there on all you know, the time. yeah and you had friends that came to visit and it was like a family oh all of them are my family yeah. all of I have a people coming there since I was behind the pizza line making a pizza wow. still this day this family they come over there so many people they i know they got married there so many people i know they met there so many people they had a first date there and they oh, coming yeah. back yeah like, you know i don't want to throw the name out there but a lot of famous people because one of my one of my uh, thing with those famous people come and go around the restaurant but i told everybody to not make them like they're famous because that's why they like yeah. them don't give them a special treatment and don't go tell everybody such and such a person is here yeah. as a matter of fact a lot of bands they are friend of mine still they're friend of mine you know yeah. in that restaurant that started in south minneapolis is the center of the band you know they come over there and when i had the sophia i can say his name but when i had sophia uh, Prince used to come there. Yeah, once that you know, is so cool. So you knew Prince a little bit? I knew him a little bit, but he was such a, uh, you know, he didn't like people around him very mm -hmm. much. He sit by himself and he has a big bodyguard and comes sit in front of him. Yeah. He wouldn't eat anything. He would just order a little bit of the bread and the olive oil. And then he was listening to the all newcomer because we had a jazz music there. Oh, yeah. So he would listen to the people that he was supporting Minneapolis new artists in the jazz or any way comes. So he used cool. to come if it was in the city and then he knew somebody is there and he would come. Yeah. I had a lot of people coming and you know listening to the music in Sofia and they were very, very famous themselves. And one story I can tell one time Harry Connick Jr. was in town and he had a uh, concert in the theater, I think it's Orpheum Theater. And his hotel was next to us at the Sofia. And suddenly we saw him walking at 12.30 at night. <laughs> and he saw the piano. We had a nice two piano there. And he saw the piano. And he said, hey, can I play this? I said, yes, sure you can. <laughs> and we just locked the door. It was a few people, about like a 20 people at that time at 12.30 at night on Saturday night. Because close at 1. 
and he started playing and we locked the door and he started playing for an hour for 30 people wow. and have a couple of drinks with us and he was the nicest guy you know, oh. it was one of my favorite stories but I don't know if it's even this remember, or maybe he goes to every bar in the, every city that he yeah, go play. Just does that. Which <laughs> which time was that? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Oh, that is so cool. That is really cool. But, but for us, is very memorable. You know, oh yeah. I have lots of lots of memorable story about the people that, yeah. you know, and or they come tell me that they did met there or they had their first date there and then now they yeah. have it. They have it. They come back once in a while if and they grow away, go yeah. away and they come back. Yeah, that is so awesome. And um, I do, I would like to just say that I remember some famous people coming in that that were regulars at Leaning yeah. Tower. And every server was told, do not tell anybody that they're here. Do not act weird. Dear, yeah. Don't ask them for an autograph. Just treat them like another customer and um, just play it cool. And, and it was super easy because that's kind of how I am. But yeah, I did appreciate that. Uh, okay, okay, hold on. We have a dog bumping the table. Sorry. <laughs> She's just... Sit down there. Funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, you know, I, I, I think I can say that because he's such a nice guy, you know, and he was a friend of mine, you know. Paul Major used to come. The people, they don't know who's Paul Major is. He was an anchor, news anchor of Channel 11. Yeah. And he used to come every Sunday with his family and stuff, mm-hmm. and he was a friend of mine, and... You know, he was a, such a nice guy. Then he went to Los Angeles, you know, and now he's retired from the broadcasting. But a lot of people, you know, I, I can't, mm-hmm. they, some of the, the big actors right now in the Hollywood, they used to come, people, I'm pretty sure people, they know the name of, you know. Well, I would also, I know we, we're kind of going back, but um, tell me about the original owner of Leaning Tower Pizza. What's what's that story? That, well, original Leaning Tower Pizza, it was a two brother. After Second World War Two, you know, I don't know, 48, 49, they, they're from Iowa. They opened a pizza place around 1950, mm-hmm. so it's just right after the war, because they were in Italy, and they were Italian descent. Oh, cool. So they opened the Leaning Tower in uh, Iowa first, and then by some reason they decided to move to bigger city, and they moved to Minneapolis. And oh, okay. if people are familiar with the location, uh, Leaning Tower is at 24th and Lindell, and it's a Hums Liquor at 22nd and Lindell South. And we are in 24th and Lindell Avenue South in Minneapolis. They had a uh, pizza place in 1952 at the Hums Liquor. Oh, really? And they were there for two years, and then they bought the building at Leaning Tower, t- uh, 1954. They moved Leaning Tower from there to the Leaning oh, Tower, wow. 52. 1954 and they run it until basically 1978 uh, 1980 basically but at 76 one of the brother you know he, he created asthma he moved to Montana and the other brother stayed he had it for four years when <coughs> excuse me yeah he he wants he been through some uh, divorce or something that he wants to sell. He was my boss and he was my friend. And uh, he said, hey, he put the place for sale and then we were with the other, my friends, then we come back and we bought it. I wasn't working at the time because I left because of the story. I said it earlier that they didn't give me a dollar raise. I want yeah. a dollar raise. <laughs> that was, a, even at the time, was it 
outrageous. Oh yeah, yeah. Even today is outrageous. But he, I think that's nice. He he offered you fifty cents, but I feel I, like I have an ego of this. I see that. That's good though, because look at I think you need that to be successful. Sometimes you know you have to know your worth. Yeah. I, well, they told me that the Leaning Tower since I before you know come over there the last year and a half they didn't make any money because there were a lot of people that were stealing from them. I when mm -hmm. I come in I didn't just didn't just steal anything. All the money was just right to them. Well, and the, so you made, I, you yeah. made the right move because look I, at where you are now. Yeah. <laughs> so I left and then I come back and we bought it and he's a still you know, he's a still alive. You know, he's about eighty some years old. He's coming to Leaning Tower. He's eighty seven. I, I got the honors to meet him. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah, in he town. Got, I gotta meet him. He really comes cool. there still he called me cozy, you know, because of <laughs> you know, so you know, he comes in, he's my friend and uh, we had a, I never charge him for anything since uh, you know, I last forty years that I had a restaurant, he comes in and he eats with his wife and uh, I never charge him because he's. I think he was my mentor and uh, mm -hmm. kind of I like his food and pizza and we make a deal for a while a little bit of the tension because I didn't know that he was going to come back and get the restaurant back or something because we wanted for contract for deed and then mm -hmm. later on I'd be paying him off so fast that everything was fine and we're a good friend. Oh, and awesome. I wish him. I wish. I wish him the best. I call him. I call him. Told him that. I sold Leaning Tower. He said, I think you did, were the best person that I sold the restaurant to because you brought that restaurant and the name of restaurant from just being a small pizza place to something. 40 years owning a restaurant, any wow. restaurant, doesn't matter if you're making money or not, just having it for 40 years. Yeah. It's uh, 40, yeah, 41, actually, 1980 wow. to 2021. Yeah. And actually to the month. And... Uh, <laughs> And this is, I never, I don't know anybody around me in the South Minneapolis had a restaurant that long. I know Jack's people or Murray's and stuff. They've been around in the family for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. But in South Minneapolis, I don't know any restaurant that the owner did not change completely in 41 years. Wow. Because, because I was involved with some of them. Some of them were my friend that had a restaurant around us, but they were, we were talking, sometimes have a drink together or something like that. Yeah. That is so cool. Um, I would, I would love to actually get his information and see if I can go out and interview him. Oh, I'm pretty sure he loves it. He's a talkative person. I would love that. He would, he would, he would tell you the story that he was making fun of my accent, but couldn't speak English. So I, not that I can make it better. It's better now, but yeah, I couldn't speak English, so I wouldn't answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't answer the phone. I do anything else. I don't. I don't understand people. Yeah. <laughs> on the phone. Yeah. Well, the phone. I can't understand people on the phone, and I English is my only language. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I know. I understand it now. It doesn't matter. Or at least I pretend. You yeah. Know, it's just, no. Yeah. So I get. Now I get. A, it's forty years. But yeah. I can't imagine. You know, in the first two years, how would I talk to the people? Yeah. I uh, I have a I want to tell the story of the people that they hear. This is a story that is stick in my mind, and I'm going to tell you this story because yeah. of the for for all the driver pizza restaurant or stuff. Uh, we were one winter. We were super super busy. Early part of we were busy, and then uh, one pizza was behind for hour and fifteen minutes. That 
we were usually we were trying to give them in half an hour, 45 minutes. And uh, I said, I'm going to take this pizza myself. <laughs> and I took the pizza. The, they were living behind the Lake Calhoun, mm -hmm. Lake of the Isles, sorry. Lake of the Isles, they were living there. I went over there, knock on the door, cold as it can get. <laughs> and I went over there. He said, come inside and stay in the hallway. I went inside, you know, he said, it's cold. Come inside and stay in the hallway. I went inside, stay inside of the hallway. And I stand in there. He doesn't show up. He doesn't show up. And finally, I kind of yelled for a minute. I said, excuse me, sir. I have to go. Restaurant is busy. I have to go help him. And he turned back and he said, I'm just holding you there so you know how bad it is to wait for people. <gasps> and that Are was... Are you kidding? No. And that was the... Anybody knows me, that was the trigger point. Uh, <laughs> I, said uh, uh, uh. I said that if you F board and you and your pizza, you're not going to get this pizza. And he rushed to try to pay me with the money and then I left. Oh, and, yeah, because you didn't even deliver. I, I, no, I just, oh, we were delivering, but I wasn't the no, driver. No, not you. you, yeah. were you no, I were you a purpose. dishwasher or were you an owner? No, I was the owner. You were the owner. Oh, yeah, oh. This, is a, this is a... No. And, and because I wanted give a good customer service i said i'll take this pizza the driver was super busy they were driver making it around you know and anyway i i uh took the pizza and he told me he was trying to punish me to see how bad it is to wait for something no and wow. i use a few effort that i cannot say here and i walk <laughs> out of there and as soon as i drove back the pizza to the restaurant and my manager said here he was smiling because he knew exactly what happened. He was smiling. It wasn't any cell phone at the time. This thing and stuff. He was smiling. He handed it to me. He said, "Here, the guy wants to complain that uh, <laughs> delivery the delivery driver, driver swear at him and stuff." <laughs> and I grabbed, I grabbed the phone. I grabbed the phone. And I said, "Oh, you are the one that you stood me." Up. You know, I said, "Yeah." I said. Ten times more f you f you f you and hang up the oh. hang up the phone on him. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, people sometimes. My point is, be nice to the people. They are working. Sometimes they get behind. How hungry you are! That how bad it is that you have to wait for half an hour and complain to the poor driver or the restaurant. You know, and stuff. It's not that bad that we don't take care of them. If somebody complain, we would make it right. But. That is terrible. But, but that to was punish to punish somebody <laughs> yeah. for, and you were helping out yeah. your restaurant. Oh, was, you were the was, owner, just uh, trying to just trying to make the customer happy. I wasn't. And and the, I think the cool thing about you, Kozro, is that you're very, um, you know, every aspect of the restaurant because you started from the bottom, like <laughs> more bottom than probably even like people who are, grew up here because yeah. you didn't even know the language when you came here and you had to start from somewhere right it, it, it was tough i'm not i'm not denying that it wasn't tough but you know every time you accomplish something then you enjoy it even if it's learning new world you know it's yeah. even learning new slang you know that's beside the business mm -hmm. and if you accomplish something in business your motivation goes a lot higher and higher stuff yeah you know uh, you know, th as a matter of fact, uh, is a parking a, a parking lot of Leaning Towers across, across the street. That was a 7-Eleven owned it, and they didn't need need for it. 
And we didn't need for it either because we didn't have money, we didn't have enough business. But I said, we should buy that one because someday we were going to grow and we need the parking lot. Ah, thinking forward. Wait forward. And we went and bought that parking lot from 7-Eleven Southland Corporation. It was, we couldn't have a laptop to use it as a parking lot for four years before, because we didn't have money. <laughs> you know, it just sat there sat for Sat there four years. years yeah. you know? Just as like grass. Did you have people I, park in the grass? I might have a... Well, it, 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 it wasn't... People could not park... Would you do the honors? Think. It wasn't... A, a, people could park there because it wasn't no curb cut. So you couldn't go to drive on it oh. unless you have <laughs> so a you four even, wheel. You, you couldn't, couldn't even, even go the, there. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't... It was really... Sit there. But my point is that all the time I was thinking something in advance for Leaning Tower see what happened and do this one try to keep keep up with it but keep the leaning tower leaning tower i yeah. love leaning well, what tower. a what a great way to um grow your business in a city um by saying we have parking because <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows no, that parking on the street is a nightmare especially Linda, no? yeah and you know that everything's going to grow in construction and hey if you didn't use it for parking you could always build something or well something? I, i'm trying to resist that to not build it because as i'm pretty sure you know i own the giant wash building mm -hmm. also and so we use that from parking lot and that parking lot so the parking lot is not an issue for leaning tower sure. and a lot of people they offer me a lot of money but i trying to not do it if it goes for the micro apartment or apartment building that yeah, they charge a too lot much. and uh, i decided to not doing it that way but I am pretty sure in 10 years, they're, you know, I have to kind of let everything go. Either I die, my kids will sell it, or yeah. my wife would sell it or something. Eventually, I think it's a doom to be apartment, but I resist it as much as I can. Just keep resisting, yeah. yeah and uh, do you still own that part of it, or do you... Is, is the new owner owning all of it? No, I, I, the new owner doesn't own any building or property they okay. just bought the restaurant at the moment okay we are in talk maybe they buy the building or something it's all new but, but yeah. all new he and a lot of people they know they don't know he's my manager mm -hmm. and jamie worked with me for 20 years yeah a long time yeah and he started as a driver i, I see a lot of myself in him you know mm -hmm. he started as a driver become a pizza cook and then we hire him as a manager. He did a good job as a manager. Some people don't like it. Some people like it. But everybody has his own style of doing things. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily my style is better than the other one, but it's just a matter of that everybody has his own style of doing things. I do, I do believe that, um, I mean, if you're a manager or an owner of, a, of an establishment or any kind of thing, I do think that you're going to butt heads with somebody because they're not going to like the way you do things or no. they're going to try to... <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, there's so many personalities you have to deal with. Yeah, that's one of the success of managing is people that they're not successful in managing is they're trying to make everybody think like them. Sure. My idea of a manager, I am supposed to be like thinking like the other 20 people that I manage. Yeah. Not they think like me. Mm -hmm. I am supposed to think like them and the way they want to do it and I try to make it to bring the best out of them and then both of us be successful and all together then all of us be successful yeah and as a matter of fact I don't 
remember many of my employees that I am not friend as a ex-employee because I never had, I fired a couple of people, it's not that, but they were really, really bad and I have to <laughs> fire them. You know, just, because That's I all the time the go, to, I know, I just go talk to them, try to make them better and better and better. You tried to fire me once. I tried, but I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't 100% serious about it. You know that. Well, that's, that's, Jamie did pull me aside and told me that there's a possibility I could get I could get out of it. <laughs> this is this is that was the good cup bad cup we used. To it was do, yeah. yeah all the time through through a little of the good cup bad cup. Yeah, and it's almost like you're testing to see if I actually um, enjoy working there or I'm yeah. just trying to you know. Yeah. If 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 you tell someone that possibility is that you get fired, <laughs> if you see it change. You know, it works, and this person is going to be good for you. Yeah, and now if, we're good friends. Yeah, and we are. You know, and, and <laughs> if if the person doesn't care, so so be it. You know, yeah. if okay, fire me, and then we fire them right away yeah. because they didn't. So because like, they yeah, don't what? care, do it, fine. Do it. Yeah, that's a, that's a, they don't care. So if they don't care, then the business is not going to go well my, all the time. Yeah, everything I told my employee was. I know this is not the best paying job, but you are making some money, you're making your rent, do your best, mm -hmm. you get to learn how to do your best, and when you go advance somewhere else, anywhere else, this experience of doing your best gonna help you to succeed. Yeah. It's not about, I'm telling you do your best to wrap this silverware, but do your best as fast as you can, because the yeah. practice of doing your best, it helps you to succeed. And honestly, I think I never, ever in any job when I was working, thinking of that they don't pay me enough or they pay me enough, yeah. it, I was doing my best. Yeah. And if I didn't like it, then I quit. As a matter right. of fact, I had a three job in my life. You know, That's all I had. Wow. I never, I get fired from one place because I couldn't speak English and I was <laughs> drafting, drafting the building. Oh, no. <laughs> That's because, a terrible reason to get fired. No, 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 no. It, it, it was a valid reason because I was... Oh, okay. Because, no, it was totally valid reason. <laughs> <laughs> they let me go and they pay me. I was there for two weeks and they paid me for two weeks. I have to write English under the plans of the buildings and stuff. Mm -hmm. I couldn't write English. That was the first three weeks I was in the United States. But I was drawing very well. But So they hired me and they, oh, yeah. they, uh, they hired me because at the test I did very good. Nobody asked me to write anything. And yeah. Then, but you drafted well, I drafted, blueprints and stuff. Yeah, yeah, blueprints and stuff. And then they hired me after two weeks. I have to write the system. I couldn't write it. Oh, <laughs> just, yeah, that might be a problem. They, <laughs> yeah. It, it, no, they, they had all the right to, to fire okay. me. And that was why I ended up as a dishwasher. Nobody fired me after that. I mean, I never <laughs> get fired. Yeah. I oh. fired a few people, but never get fired. Yeah. Um, so I would like to bring up, of course, we have to talk about it. The dancing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. One of uh, one of the thing. Now, now I can say it, but I don't know if it's gonna be bad for Jamie or not. You know, city of Minneapolis doesn't. You know, if you're not like everything you do in city of Minneapolis, you have to have a license for mm -hmm. it. And if you have a license for it, then you have to have insurance for it. Mm -hmm. And. I was trying to see if I can get a license for a city, so I did go talk to them. They said, no, you cannot get a license, so you cannot dance 
having anybody dance in the thing. Right. And I talked to my insurance company. I said, what's going to happen if somebody dances? They said, your insurance is going to go up to the roof and they're going to deny you insurance because it's a difference between nightclub yeah. insurance and your insurance. And if you get somebody dances and somebody falls, your insurance is not going to cover it. And yeah. Because you don't have a nightclub insurance. You have a restaurant <laughs> insurance. And the city going to take your license away because you did something illegal, basically. Right. So this was all the time when people, they get drunk, they want to dance, they put the music and the jukebox and they, you know, and inside I wanted they go dance and have fun and stuff, but... But Kozaro has to come by and but, be the party pooper. <laughs> and uh, so this become a kind of uh, motto between a regular customer, no dancing at all. <laughs> they would say it themselves <laughs> or they would dance when I'm not around. They, you know, I said, no, you can dance on your seats. <laughs> you, as long as you don't move your feet, you can dance. You know, yeah. So you don't fall. That's know. funny. But and it was real. It was a city, city or, and my insurance company. And I do, I do remember I was, um, you know, having a couple drinks with some friends, and just to, just to be a brat, I danced in circles around you and <laughs> told you to try and stop me. <laughs> And after that, we had an emergency meeting about why we can't be dancing. <laughs> that, was, that, that, was the, you know, that was the reason we couldn't dance. It wasn't that I'm against dancing or not enjoying you dance around me. You know, I love that. You know, but you know, that's one of the things about the business. I never broke any rule. If you go you yeah. know, in my restaurant, you know, it was a bar. We didn't have much of the fight. We didn't have much of the... We didn't literally. We didn't call any police number of the call for a police. It's such a community place. place. Yeah. And if somebody was doing something out of ordinary, the customer would take care of it. Nobody yeah. could say anything to the bartender. Yeah. I saw the the one guy was must have not been <laughs> local. Said something bad to our bartender. Five people jump and they beat him up. And I have to go rescue the customer. Oh my gosh! <laughs> right. You know the. They were so protective of my bartender, my employee, and yeah. I was too. I my nobody could do yeah. harm to my bartender. It's a or not bartender, it, waitresses. Mm -hmm. And uh, people they might not know it in the '90s, it changes a little bit. But some customer, drunk customer, pinching the, by the waitresses stuff was seemed like it was a, a normal. Then we have to go slap them <laughs> because you can't do that. But no. uh, you know they were they were drunk. You know, yeah, they, they do that and. I have to say that when we had a, all the time, 99% of the time, we had a beautiful bartenders and for a woman and man, all of them, they were good looking guys, good looking girls. And, yeah. And so we have all the time a little bit of the uh, thing, tension going between the customer and the employee and stuff. And sometimes I said, oh, maybe I should start hiring not attractive people. <laughs> That's good. But then I decided, nah, people like to look at attractive yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I know there is a Leaning Tower Pizza still to this day. There's some, there's some really good looking people that work there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Including myself. Oh, yeah. I'm not oh, there again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we, we have uh, all the people in different age for different people from 21 years and for somebody like me, 60 years old yeah. you know, just married well, for older people yeah you know, and you know so when I first got hired at Leaning Tower of Pizza 
um, my brother-in-law, he uh, told me, he goes, you know, I mean, first, first of all, like, you know, I lived behind Leaning Tower of Pizza and I always wanted to work there because I served in Burnsville. I was like, this is so ridiculous. I'm driving from Minneapolis to Burnsville for a serving job. So I really wanted to work at Leaning Tower and I would wait for the window sign to come up. My brother-in-law is like, oh, it's never going to happen. People who work there work there forever. So he's like, it's like a tight knit group. Hold on. Hey, 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 no. Sorry, she hears <laughs> that. Um, but so, because, so, you know, you got Mary and Bryn and Wenzel and Todd. Like, they've worked there forever. Oh, you don't, you are come before other people that was a Becky and uh, Mandy yeah, and exactly. uh, Adrian. Yeah. They were 18 years, Eight, 15 yeah. years. You know, they were people that they worked there. You know, sometimes I wish they would leave, but in, <laughs> because, you know, I, how much of the raise you can give to the bartender, but, yeah. uh, but we wouldn't. Right. And, uh, but I am really proud of myself I'm really proud of myself none of my none of my uh, employee I don't remember any of them that he left us and go work across the street for another restaurant yeah they all left us to get better job better career get married or do something else as a stuff that's yeah. one of my thing it is and it's still they're coming back you know and saying hi and having a drink anytime yeah. they're in town so I don't I'll take a little bit of pride on that, that my employee, that they last, I guarantee you my employee lasts average a lot, in average, a lot more than other restaurants. Yeah, I... Especially front of the restaurant. I do have to say, I mean, I still work at Leaning Tower Pizza, <laughs> and I'm going on 12 years, and that's a long time to be at a place, you know, so... Well, this new job that you have, and you're starting at your photographic business, and this, I think... You're gonna go so high that you'll be surprised how high you go. <laughs> because I see some of your, my when I was young, mm-hmm. attitude. I see you, mm-hmm. your attitude is like my attitude. Hard working hard, play hard. Yeah. Well, sometimes not too hard play, but yeah. work hard all the time. Play a play. little. No, play hard, but not all the time. Not all the time. Work hard the time, play hard, yeah. but not all the time. Play hard. <laughs> It sounds like me. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to find in time to have fun. Fun? Yeah, you should. Yeah. Because you, if you don't have a fun in your job, by having a fun in your job, I don't mean it that you should be drunk on your job. Right. Having a fun in job, you do your job the best. Nobody say anything. Everybody liked you. Everybody come and say, oh, I want a dead waitress or dead waiter or yeah. something like that. You know, just the... Uh, it's restaurant business especially is a hard demanding business you mm-hmm. know I and you're on your feet especially Leaning Tower because we didn't have a half shift we had this total shift and so it was about 12-13 hour shift every day but you work but you work three hours three days not hours three days to, and then you're covering up about almost 40 I hours four. <laughs> I remember you, I hope we paid you overtime <laughs> <laughs> I I did but yeah, no, I remember I paid. I I was like four shifts in, and it was the best. I didn't have to drive anywhere. Yeah. I just walked, you know, behind my house, and man, it was nice. You can make some good money in four shifts. Yeah. Well, look at you, but you're now you're podcasting. You're in the yeah uh, online business, and uh, you're photographing. I've, I've dabbled off. in different things. <laughs> hey, that's exactly entrepreneur do, and then you yeah. get the uh, one of them that's. 
I call it, then it's one of them is your hook, and you hook it in that, and mm-hmm. you pull yourself up on that. It's like a mountain climber, then you have to throw it in the ice or in the mountain, then some, your hook gets stuck, then you shake it a little bit, and then you see it's strong enough, then you pull yourself up. Yeah. No, you're going to be successful. Oh, well, thank I, I d- you. I don't have any <laughs> doubt about it. Well, thanks. Um, yeah, well, that's awesome. Um, because now, after all those years, too, we're friends. And oh, every, yeah, yeah I, again, with the whole family thing, I feel like I've made some really good friends at Leaning Tower Pizza that I still talk to that live out of state. And you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a really great place to, and especially speaking of entrepreneurs, like, um, you know, having like that, like, like Leaning Tower Pizza is almost like one big um, like networking thing. Yeah. So for somebody who is doing entrepreneurship, they're like going to be able to be face-to-face with customers and create a, you know, like um, a rapport with them and get to meet some really cool people that way. And, and I, you know, I do want to take a little bit of credit on it. Anytime I see one of my employees has an ambition of something, and all the time I encourage them, you know, I just tell them, go for it, go for it. Yeah. You're not going to be less than what you are. You can be a waitress or waiter mm-hmm. or a pizza cook or manager any day. Yeah. If you have something else to go, go for it. Yeah. If it didn't, go through then you can come back be a waitress again right, <laughs> nothing, yeah. nothing nothing changed so you're you at least you did get some experience you know yeah it's a great place and, to do that another thing that all the time i said this i hope this a lot of young people listen to this and stuff mm-hmm. but one of the things i told my kids and other young people i said in my life i never had a plan b all the time i had a plan a if plan a didn't work then i had another plan a if, because if you have a plan B, that means your plan A is kind of lost already. Mm-hmm. So all the time I had a plan A. So plan A doesn't work. Make another plan A. Yeah, Just I go. like that. You know, and that's, I think, is drive a lot of people that they're entrepreneur. I'm not trying to brag about I don't have much of money, but I can comfortably live right now without working anymore. Still, I do work because I planning to do some stuff that is fun versus of making uh, making money I try to spend some money would would 20 year old you pat you on the back oh yeah yeah like good job yeah yeah Uh, do I what you would your 20 year old self be patting your future self on the back oh no because when no. I was when I, when I was 20 years old I okay you brought me to something I used to tell my kid when I was, when they were 14, 15 years old, and sure. maybe up to 20 years old and stuff, but I used to tell my kid, when I was your age, I want to be a god, and I end up to be a pizza cook. <laughs> so God? Yeah. Those wanna, are high uh, standards. I do. Those I, are high standards. So when I, when, I was, when I was 14, 15 years old, I didn't want to be anything less than the god, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then I end up to be a pizza cook. So the point is, you have to aim high to reach half of it okay. or one tenth of it. Yeah. At least you're going to be successful. Okay, okay, that's fair. <laughs> you know, it's not that. <laughs> um, okay, so we we're kind of talking about your your kids. Yeah. Um, and you not only are I think you're well, you're not a god, but you are a successful <laughs> human, <laughs> a successful I man. I don't consider it a su- successful, but I think it's okay. Okay, that's that's very humble. Um, Talk about your kids. Your kids are pretty amazing. Yeah, I have a three boys, and um, 
my uh, oldest boy is 39 years old, 39 and a half he'd like to call him because I am exactly 30 years older than he is. So I'll be, I'm 69 and a half, okay. and so he's going to be 39 and a half. So we're going to be our 70th and 40th birthday the same. Oh, fun. But uh, he's a lawyer, and he's entertainment lawyer, and he was wait staff at the Leaning Tower for a few I think for six, seven months and stuff, and uh, everybody loves him. He's a very, very nice kid. Aww. He's a lawyer, and he's uh, when he was in the law school, he used to go to the Kenya, working in an orphanage house, you know, raise a lot of money for him and buy himself, pay his for own ticket, and go to work six weeks to eight weeks in an orphanage house uh, uh, in Kenya. That was a gross picture that he was sending me, that this stuff... The kid oh. never wash his own bathroom and he goes over there and wash toilet for an orphanage. Oh, wow. And I appreciate that. And I did yeah. encourage him to do that. And he's a successful lawyer in Los Angeles and he's entertainment lawyer. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be, he does the... Famous he's not going to go. Yeah, he, he just deal with the famous people to take care of their contract and stuff. And for example, he wrote the contract for Madonna. Some of the... Sh cool. Showing up so much, so I don't know even if I'm supposed to say this stuff or not, but I don't oh, care. Sure. Yeah, I okay. don't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so he's a, he's good. Don't get me sued. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think you can get sued by saying that my son is a lawyer and he wrote a contract yeah. for somebody. But uh, and my second son, he's two years younger than him, so he's about 37 years old. He used to be a superstar in WWE. For a long time when he was 20 and if you go there actually mine he runs by my name for a while Kazro Devari is very famous wrestler uh, <laughs> that's a, he did I didn't yeah, know that yeah, yeah, yeah. wow yeah. his his action figure is Kazro Devari that I have that's cool yeah it's an he, honor for you I bet. Yeah, yeah yeah he has an action figure he said Kazro Devari and then <laughs> he was a WWE superstar for a while and he quit and now he's back in it, but he's not wrestling. He's a segment producer for WWE. So the show oh, you wow. see on TV, he's a producer for that. So he's very good. I consider successful. Well, he has a up and down thing. He was famous when he was 20 years old. Oh, sure. 22 years old, he was very famous, you know, and now he's back in the business for, you know, doing he the segment producing for that. And the youngest one is... A, even he's Arya Devari. He's a, he was a superstar for the WWE for Lightweight, and recently they cut that program back, and so he's not he's independent now. Yeah. But he was a five to six years working in WWE and wrestling on the Raw and I don't know all this kind of thing. I didn't like WWE wrestling because they get hurt. Despite the people, they said this is just fake. It's not fake. The outcome yeah. maybe is not pre-set up, but the actual action is very real. Yeah. This kid get hurt a lot. I bet you hate seeing that. I hate seeing that. But, yeah. but I'm one of those people. I'm saying go for your dream. Yeah. If, if that's your dream, go for it. And it hurts. Yeah. You know, it wasn't mine. wasn't free constantly. You know, I, it hurt sometimes. Yeah, my feet hurt standing on 70, 80 hours dead summer front of the 500 degree oven or French yeah. fryer or stuff. 
So it's not come easy if you want to be successful. Yeah. So young people, they think that people are successful. It comes really easy. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you're lucky you win the lottery together. Yeah. Then it's not the same. You have no. to make your own dollar and then you feel it better. And I, I, I do feel sad that the the newer generation of people, they I don't think they see hard work as it used to be. I would say they do see it. And you think so? because because is it ten percent of people they are really hard worker and ten percent of people they think really are smart. Yeah. N- and if you can find that ten percent that they're really smart to be a hard worker, mm-hmm. then they are very successful. We see a lot of people that they are smart but they're not hard worker, or opposite, a lot of hard worker that they're not. I don't mean it badly when I said not as smart. I don't mean that they're by any means they're bad or something. Yeah. But thinking in advance is not everybody can think what is coming. Mm-hmm. A few people like a. Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or uh, Bill Gates can think uh, this kind of thing very in advance. They, mm-hmm. These are these are one in a billion, not mm-hmm. even a one in a million or stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But average person, when we say a smart, is just for average living, you know, just mm-hmm. do the average living, making enough money that you retire enough, so you enjoy your life enough, have enough, I don't know, one or two cars or a yeah. small boat or live on the lake. These are the things that I did, you know, I'm not consider myself as a rich or by any means, but I did enjoy my life. Yeah. Yeah. Because of hard work paid. Yeah. And I think it's super nice to see the success of hard work. Yeah. And enjoying life is kind of it's you can enjoy it more if you can see your own success. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well Unfortunately, in United States, states uh, success is equivalent of the money. Mm-hmm. How much money you have, you are more successful you are. But to me, actually, that's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people they're successful in their life, but they don't see it. You know, mm-hmm. the, you know, how many of these nurses they worked during the pandemic that shows us how bad it was. To me, they are successful people. Right, and that I'm sure they don't make a ton Tons of, of money. money no. Yeah, like <laughs> they might make a little more money because of the hard work they put and dangerous yeah. work they do. But they are successful. So success is doesn't mean necessarily all money. Yeah, you know, mental success is maybe even is more important. Yeah, to be financially successful. My wife is a nurse, and she does it because of mentally she gets satisfied do, yeah. doing this stuff. Yeah, you know, versus of the most of the people, they think the success is a money if you are not successful, if you don't have money. All right, we are back, hanging out. Oh, you're getting relaxed now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really nice that uh, <laughs> you're sitting in the relaxed atmosphere. We don't have to be. Yeah, what do you think of this? This is the this studio. Is, it's kind of chill, right? Yeah, it's really cool. And uh, that's why I said it before earlier and telling you that you're going to be really good at this and it's going to be going somewhere as the ah. quote-unquote said you're going to be famous and not <laughs> going to remember us but we're going to say hey we were the one we started the first oh. not the first one <laughs> but the early podcast of yours yeah you're well. going to have a 10 million uh, podcaster or not <laughs> readers what do they call that is it a uh, reader is it a okay. listener 
uh, listeners. Yeah. Listener? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're listening in. But, um, yeah, I mean, I hope so. I mean, I, I hope that I go somewhere. I mostly, again, like I said, like, I want it to be about people and exposing people that are inspiring, like yourself yeah. and um, all the other people that I have on. It really, um, artists and entrepreneurs, I think they they need more credit. They, you know? they do. I'll, you know, these days it's a lot easier to promote the stuff than was before but the meantime is easier so the competition is hard also mm -hmm. so everybody can promote themselves so they are the same level yeah. you know you cannot you cannot distinct oh <laughs> ah my phone all right so yeah speaking of success um i kind of want to know what do you do to be motivated like how do you stay motivated and what is important to do everything that you want to do and have mental health. Health. Well, <laughs> we touched a little bit earlier. You mm -hmm. know, I like party, and anybody knows me, they, they know I like party. <laughs> but anybody knows me, I'm very serious on the work. I would not exchange my work for a party. That's a lot of people they do and make a mistake about sure. that. But I would exchange my party for work. So that means... If you give me a choice to the party and I have to work, I wouldn't say, oh, I'll do the work later on, I'll go party. Yeah. But you know, I work hard, then you go party because, you know, mm -hmm. a part of your brain is rested. And if you constantly want to think about your job and stuff, then you cannot think you're stuck in the circle that is, doesn't have any way out. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to get out of that circle of that what you are in mm -hmm. to see other things. That's why I don't know that even you know that or not I my in part time of the thing that uh, I'll tell you the story my son bought me I play golf and I learned how to play golf before I was 52 years old I never touched the golf club <laughs> I, I never touched the golf club wow. and, and I started at 52 I started playing golf and, and then I love it and I enjoying it a lot and then in the golf the people they know that you mark your ball that you know your ball is this doesn't get mixed with other people ball. and my son bought me at this thing that you can put a mark on your ball and it was the most stupid thing and my god my <laughs> kid was young and I thought that he had spent his money and they kind of cheated him so I started doing it as a hobby I invented something that you can mark your ball and it was very easy and what? i got a patent for it what and i have a patent for that and then hit 2008 2009 that it was the economy was bad i didn't have money to produce it and get it to the market mm -hmm. because it was costing about fifty sixty thousand dollars and i need the money at the time for my own business and i have a patent on this my point is from working hard and then my i use my off time to rejuvenate myself from other things. I did something totally different. I started researching how I can make this one and I built and I made this thing from scratch. What? With the thing, and I have a patent for it. I have a patent for, they call it ball marker. Ball marker is uh, <laughs> for, a, I have a nice patent from the patent office and it's really nice and everything else is. And I just recently paid for a second seven years of it because you have to pay for it that to keep the patent up so nobody yeah. else can use it. 
I'm wow. hoping somebody else is going to go to use it and uh, then I'll go sue them. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. If, if, somebody, I mean, if somebody uses are it. Are you, though? No. I mean, that's money. I know, but I'll go tell them, just give me a little bit of money. Yeah. I'll, I'll donate to this some cause. But, but, but you, so you haven't produced the product yet. Do you think you ever will? I don't think so because I'm getting to the age that I don't want it go that hard and go to the shows and <laughs> produce my you know product and stuff mm-hmm. you know I was very serious to doing it for a while yeah. but not and didn't have a financial capability of because yeah. these are risks that entrepreneurs take but as a matter of fact that uh, TV show talk sh- uh, shark tank oh yeah yeah it's for this kind of thing, but I think I don't like it, and so I don't didn't go there or anything else and stuff. You should take it to Shark Tank. No, yeah, I just I'm gonna anyway. But I, I can do it now myself if I want to do it. I don't need their money. But uh, yeah. the thing is, I don't want to do it. I just I, I right now I'm in the age of that I'm trying to go to the uh, thing that I enjoy versus of the thing that make me money. Yeah. And if I don't enjoy something, and I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Because whatever money I was supposed to make, I made it by now. If another hundred thousand dollar in my life is not gonna make any difference. Yeah. When when I was young, twenty thousand, ten thousand, five thousand would make a difference. That makes but, sense. But now yeah. it doesn't make any because I don't. And I I wanna, my next venture is not that making money, but the, the thing that I like to do. I'm gonna, and I'm pretty sure you heard that I talk about it I'm going to have a hopefully vineyard next three years because yeah. I, I just bought a house in California and then uh, as a six acres of the, the land that I'm going to turn it to the vineyard wow hopefully, that would be great hopefully in three years from now you can start drinking wine that it was grape comes from my yeah yard. from your vineyard so would it be what would the name of the vineyard be I didn't go that far oh. yet <laughs> You know that, yeah. You know, just I don't if you need that. a professional um, grape stomper. Oh yeah, actually they have that in the August. The city that I'm going <laughs> to is a, they call it Temecula. Temecula actually they have a festival in August mm. in the uh, late August, early September that the stomping thing. I don't know if I want to <laughs> drink any wine that people stomp on it no? these days. But don't they it kill off a, all the foot back? But the they're foot, all foot foot mechanical. You know, machineries does it all. Now the machines but, do it. Yeah, the machine do it, and they get all the stuff is nice and clean. I heard too. Somebody told me that it actually hurts your feet. Like it's oh, very yeah. sharp. sharp. And it's oh, just yeah. like so. Not only are you thinking about foot fungus, like there might be some blood Thoughts in there. In there you might oh, be yeah. drinking somebody's well, blood. I don't know if I ever. You, take the grape apart they have a little sharp thing oh, end yeah. of the, the grape that they hold the grape actually to the mm-hmm. line they call it so their machinery now they separate them and so you don't have to stomp them you know that's an old-fashioned but i think it's a joke more than anybody mm-hmm. anybody else's goes literally jumping and yeah. thing. maybe a thousand years ago they did it i don't know 500 years ago they yeah did it, but I always yeah. think of I Love Lucy. Do you yeah, 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 They had an episode where she yeah. was stomping grapes. That's exactly <laughs> it is. But, uh, I love it. In the uh, area that I'm going to, they do have a festival in oh. late August. <laughs> that's it. That's that is the tail hitting. Yeah, the, the Nellie is table. under the table, and her tail is hitting. She just wants attention. Yeah, she'll eat dinner soon, and then she'll calm down. So. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that was the episode that they made a grump, uh, grape stomping famous. 
It was the I Love Lucy the, one? Yeah. Yes. Now, like, come on. That's probably why I remember it, too. And it was such a great episode. Yeah. It was. But who wants to who wants to drink the wine that is somebody's step on it? I know. For, <laughs> for 15, 20 minutes. I mean, that means you really it. clean your feet, but it's that grape yeah. and the wine is a. Uh, so, how, I mean, do you know anything about wine? I really don't about it, but okay. I'm willing to try. I yeah, learn. You, you I, learn. Yeah. yeah, I learn. Uh, study, not a study, it's research last years, you know, mm-hmm. to see. This has been my dream for the last 30 years, but. Sure. but uh, did that come true? I don't know if it still has come true or not, but I'm close to it. Yeah. Um, well, is it true? I mean, they say that the more the wine ages, the better it is. Not for everyone. Okay. Not okay. for everyone. Wine, people, they say that, but that's not true. Some wine, you sell it as soon as you can sell it or as soon as you can get it in the bottle. Okay. It's very a special kind of wine when they age okay. is get better, but not... Okay, not because I, I've drank a bottle of wine that was from a couple years before I was born. Yeah. And it was it was not good. Not good. Actually, the 99% of the wine, they go bad. Mm-hmm. But the people, I think they're making this assumption i'm not 100 percent sure when you put the wine in the bottle yeah the aging stopped oh is a barrel that's supposed mm-hmm. to get aged and stuff so fine wine, wine. in a and barrel the, the reason the reason that they, they used to say that one because they used to put they call it raw wine to the uh, bottle and so mm-hmm. they would get aged a little bit in the bottle but you know the old bottle 90% of wine, you have to drink it as fast as they make it. Yeah. Know, it's about 10% of wine. that <laughs> it, it has to do with the year that they're making it because oh. of the... Most of the people, they don't know this one, you know. The reason the year has effect on the wine is because of how much of rain they get or how much of dry it is that oh, year. Wow. Because if it's a lot of rain, that day mm. is not good because of wine gra- grape oh. is not... Uh, Stress. It's supposed yeah. to be a stress to get a little bit of the uh, sugar, a lot of sugar on them. But if it's a lot of rain, then it get big and plummy and it's not, it's sweet, but it's not enough to make a good wine out So of it's it. almost like watered down. Down, yeah, yes. Instead of Version condensed. of dense. Oh. So that's, that's the thing. Is that's, there's a lot of misconception yes. about wine, but I am not by any means, I'm not even mini know about Five yeah. percent, but but been forty years around the wine drinking mm-hmm. it. Oh, fun though! What a fun <laughs> yeah, thing to learn. Yeah, forty re- years of so drinking you are, it. Yeah, just, you uh, are officially retired. I was I was just I was just talking to someone and then he said, yeah, the didn't know that the people they think that the white wine mm-hmm. comes from green grape and the red grape comes from the red wine. It's not <laughs> that's not the case. <laughs> I didn't. It's, yeah, it, that's, just what, that's what someone thought. Skin, if the skin is out. I wonder if this is. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't look like a pizza driver, does well, it? Well, we'll have to see. see. Are, we, are you going to be going to be? We, we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting for uh, uh, leaning tower of pizza. pizza. Leaning tower. I'd call him. I said, deliver a pizza for him. <laughs> um, I actually had leaning tower of pizza delivered to me in Shakopee. Well, you're a special person. Yeah. You're beautiful, and oh. <laughs> people they go for whatever thing you want. Beauty well, goes. A, beauty goes a long way. It wasn't quite the delivery driver. It was my friend 
Does it come to Shakopee? He stopped and picked it up on his way to Shakopee. Yeah. But I deliver it to the mounds a lot, to the Plymouth. I deliver it to oh, the nice. Maple Grove because people, they want and they had anniversary and stuff. Yeah. You know, so. Oh, and speaking of anniversary, we could even get into the... Um, the thing that you've done every year with the pizza and the and, um, and the flower, yeah, the heart shaped pizza for Valentine's, Valentine's Day, yeah. yeah, we should get into and that. And the customer appreciation that we did every year, you know. Yeah, I, you are very good to your customers. And you know, every year in the Christmas time, I bought literally hundreds of the bottle, or I should say, fifty cases of wine and. Yeah. Uh, market with the leaning tower uh, the sticker a sticker and then yeah. we gave it to the people uh, you know because so nice. customer is so important do you think Jamie everybody will continue to do that i that's up to him but i'm pretty sure he will I think because so. customer they're so now used to it no get being appreciated and th- honestly that was my appreciation and it was mm-hmm. true yeah, I'll stop. Oh, no, that's a musician. That's oh. a musician. He's got a tool. <laughs> I thought it was his pizza box. I did. No, it was just a, a C-stand. Sorry, okay. Nelly. It's not Nelly. pizza. It's not pizza. Is She's, like, so fired up. You know, I've totally given her a whole slice of pizza before. She loves <laughs> She eats it like this, like, that's side funny. to side. She, like, she goes like this. She goes side to side. <laughs> side. That's because her nose funny. is so long. That's really funny. It is funny. It's cute. Um, but, yeah, okay, so since the piece is not here, um, so let's talk. You you are really good to your customers. You want to show them, even your um, employees, you show them appreciation. Yeah, you know, the, all the time. We, we gave them some stuff, but it's not that, you know, I threw some party for an employee on Christmas time. Yeah. Actually, we did it on Christmas Day. Then <laughs> later on, we didn't do it because a lot of people... A lot of our employees could not show up, but mm-hmm. I'm not Christian. I wouldn't do anything on Christmas sure. day. So I would say, hey, let's have a party for an employee. I was cooked for him, I, and I would never would cook the leaning tower food. I usually cook him something outside of the... Usually they like barbecue. I use make them barbecue. I, I feel like I remember kebabs. I know I've, kebab, eaten, oh, I've, yeah. e- I've eaten one of your kebabs. It was very good. Um yeah, and yeah, I was trying to make them a different food because of their used to. You know, who cares about the leaning tower pizza? They eat it seven days a yeah. week, and they don't want to <laughs> eat it on Christmas day. Yeah. You know. But we we kind of quit doing that one because a lot of people complaining that they want to come, but they have a Christmas day stuff and Sorry. Christmas day stuff that they obligation family stuff. So we we change it to the bonus versus of that oh yeah um, yeah that's right i i did really i went to the first party and it was so fun yeah. i remember i won a sleeping bag <laughs> because of the we had a drawing yeah that was fun i was excited i'm pretty I sure you it. didn't sell it that much because i was trying to buy it from you but you didn't sell it the sleeping bag yeah wait why because we were usually make that when somebody's name comes out, and I was trying to buy. That's right, and then I, I didn't sell it because I oh, because but you didn't know what it was, right? We didn't. It was like you didn't know what it was, but I knew what it was. So yeah. if it was a something cheap to the some employee, I was trying to buy them to give them some cash money. Oh yeah. But but they were greedy and they wouldn't buy it, and something will come some little two flashlight or something that I offered them two hundred dollar for it, and they that didn't pay. Funny, yeah. It was, we used to make a. You know, just make it fun. Have a fun. Yeah, fun. Like, like you can have what's in this box. Like it was kind of like you were a, a talk show talk host. Show. Oh yeah, I felt <laughs> like I was on like a, 
you know, on a, um, a talk show, or what is it, not talk show, a game show. It was like you're on a game show, and, and I got, um, I could either have this The box, box that you don't know what it is I, in it. It could be nothing, and it was, you know, it was a sleeping bag, so the size of a sleeping bag, or I could have, like, whatever Kozuro wanted to offer me. No, He's knowing what's in there. Yeah. And I could have taken, like, $200 or the sleeping bag, and I, which I didn't know, but I took the present. Because the, because the, uh, the top, we tell everybody the top present was worth about $1,000. Which was like a TV, TV a flat screen a flat TV, TV right? at that time, you know. At that, yeah. You know, the top thing was a thousand dollar, and we didn't have a flat screen there. It was in between. We said it was a certificate for that flat screen TV. And, and you didn't yet, but we didn't know what the prize but, was. And it was just a oh, thousand. It was worth a thousand dollars. Yeah. So the, anybody picked a box, any box, you know, it could be just. A, I remember somebody just. One six box uh, cleaning tower uh, glasses. It was uh, just I a six know. box, and I offered him was seven hundred dollars. She didn't sell it to me because she it, thought it was a thousand dollar prize. Because I, I was going up and up, and uh, that's so funny. And she, she was sorry. That was a fun. <laughs> Honestly, I do have to say. I mean, that was like that was two thousand twelve. That was it was when I went to the holiday no. party. It was two thousand twelve, and. Honestly, I still remember how much fun it was today. Yeah. Like that, yeah, that's almost, that's like, what, nine years ago or something? Or yeah. 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 <laughs> it comes with the town. And I like, you know what? I I like my sleepy bag. I think I still have <laughs> yeah, it. I think, yeah. yeah. No, we, I wouldn't, I would buy, most of the time I would buy, a, it was a lot of hard work actually. I would buy a bunch of good gift. I'm not saying that good gift. And then I would buy a bunch of Silly. Silly gift. Mm -hmm. Which made it fun. Fun, yeah. And then we would put one big prize on it. And so if somebody wouldn't want to do it, you know, and I usually, I, I say that when that was, I was playing a little favoritism. If they, I liked that employee that year, yeah. I would offer them a lot more money than that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you Did know. Did anybody take the money? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, See, yeah. And, and to be honest, I like the party better than the bonus. Yeah. I did, but I I think that was the only year I went to the party. Maybe the second year, because, again, it was hard for me yeah. to Not, miss Christmas it was a, with my family. It was, yeah. Everybody was like that. That's what, unfortunately, we couldn't close the restaurant 40 years. 40, <coughs> sorry. 41 years that the restaurant was, uh, I was running it. Um, we closed just two days per year that was Thanksgiving and I give a choice to all employees can be Christmas Eve or Christmas Day and by the vote of the people 30 years ago mm -hmm. end up to be Christmas Day we yeah. never changed it yeah so we said okay we are gonna keep we mm -hmm. didn't every year we asked them we just asked them 30 years ago we asked them what day you want to be closed be Christmas Eve or Christmas everybody choose everybody 100% they want to be off Christmas Day yeah which makes sense yeah because, and then, well Christmas Eve is also money money money, money because money. all the restaurants they close at 4 o'clock and yeah. we were we, 2 a.m. we were we were one of those things that I call it um, feast or Bust or because either we were nobody in the Christmas Eve there or we were so oh, yeah. busy, busy yeah. that it, because all the restaurants were closed, we were the only restaurant in the whole window open. For the CC Club. Well, we did more of our <laughs> sister. I call him a sister or brother or whatever it is. You yeah. know, CC and I, we were 
Yeah. Never, you know, siblings. Sibling, yeah. We have a <laughs> customer go for drink there and come to drink here or you go there. I said, no, 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 they, they didn't drink enough in their bar over there. They come and drink in my restaurant, you know, just or my bartender or my employee goes there. Yeah, there yeah. there are some regulars and like okay, so I'm gonna share a story. Um, so, Leaning Tower of Pizza is so much like a family that there was a regular there that you know. Um, Chris Reese. Oh yeah. <laughs> but he treated me like you know like family too, and. Um, we everybody watched over each other, yeah. and I went to the CC club with some friends, and I ran into Chris, and Chris uh, decided he wanted to leave, and um, my friends left, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll just have one more drink and I'll walk home, it's fine, and he, I remember he kind of was like, mm, I don't know if that's okay, <laughs> like kind of like a father figure, like. Yeah, I don't know, and then some guy wa- while I said that, some guy walked up and he was like. Oh, I recognize you from Facebook. And he grabbed my arm. He's like, no, you don't. And like dragged me into his car and dropped me off at Leaning Tower. Tower. (laughs) Like, you're going home, which home meant Leaning Tower. (laughs) Like, you are not going to be at the CC Club alone, especially when a guy recognizes you. No, you're home. No, we did did that. You want to hear another funnier story? Uh, Leaning Tower, you know, in the 80s and 90s, you know, was very somehow we have a more girls in the leaning tower than we had a boys in there. You yeah. know, somehow, you know, it was full of girls <laughs> all the time. You know? oh, funny. Because I think because I personally try to make them safe there. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that so it they is, are oh definitely. It yeah, does feel like a safe place for place a woman to, to be work. for a woman to be not yeah. just work, you know, just being customer. I'm talking about the customer. Oh you know, yeah. To you have come a lot in. more customer mm-hmm. girls than you know ladies and stuff. And and I knew most of them. Yeah. And I used to tell them that, you know, if you're sitting talking to the guy, the guy talking to you, I don't have any problem with it. But if you have a problem with him, uh. when I pass by, you ask me, how is your dog? And I'll come and because I never had a dog yep. so this would be a clue for me yeah if so anytime these girls and stuff coming in and sitting mm-hmm. some guys talking to them and stuff and I was passed by I say hey yeah how is your dog and if she would say oh my dog is okay uh, they would ask you know how is my dog you know I Aww. knew they're in trouble yeah. if they would I say hi how are you and they would say how is your dog yeah. and I, I knew they're in trouble <laughs> So I would go middle of them, start talking, and take the guy away, and just do that. Oh, that is and, so. Great. And if they would say hi, how are you, and they wouldn't ask me how is your dog, and I wouldn't do anything. So end up, some of them end up to be married. As a matter of fact, yeah. Still, some of them are married. Some of them are divorced. Oh, <laughs> I know a lot of people who've gotten married that I used to serve on their first dates and stuff, and they consider me the the waitress. <laughs> you know, like I always think of that. Um, I don't know if you watch TV, but How I Met Your Mother. Mother, yeah. They, they go to that same restaurant. They have the same waitress, the waitress or whatever. So I always feel like that lady all the time. <laughs> well, we, do, we did have that, you know, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, one time, one of the customer, you know, this is another story. A customer mm-hmm. comes to this, our bartender, 
you know, she was one of our great bartenders, Amy. You know, I don't know if she likes to I use her name or not, but I'm She's using it. She's delightful. I'm, I'm using it. <laughs> <laughs> She's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. She was a wonderful bartender mm-hmm. and stuff. And this guy comes to her, you know, and I don't know, something happened. Took her a little bit busy, served her a little bit late or something yeah. like that. You know, just maybe three minutes or five minutes. And that's, I tell all of them, three minutes for waiting for a drink is like a eternity <laughs> <laughs> but and the guy said oh you didn't serve me that i'm a regular person he's regular here i come here all the time and she asked her how many times you come here the guy said at least once a week and they said if you are not coming here two times a day and seven <laughs> days a week you're not regular right <laughs> <laughs> it's so and, true. and the guy the guy looked at it and said what he said yeah if you're not coming here two times a week, seven days a week, you are not regular. It is kind of true. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been going through old photos lately, um, not because of any specific reason, um, not because you have a retirement party coming up. Um, <laughs> I've been looking through old tower photos, and yeah, I mean, when I started, there were faces that I saw last week when I was no, at Leaning tower, tower, and they'd come for the first happy hour, yeah. and they'd come for the second happy, happy hour, hour, and they'd come again the next day, yeah. seven days a week. Again. Yeah, oh yeah, they were. Um, I mean, they were the people that had your back and that were there oh. for you, and they tip you, and, and they love you know they they're delightful. Yeah, you know that's one of the thing was I don't know. I like to take some credit for that because I would not put up with the people, you know, if they're a-hole, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't put up with them. It doesn't matter how much they spent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The money never, you know, kind of was the object of being somebody in Leaning Tower. Spending sure. money is a personality more than anything else. I agree. Um, I, I think this might... No, is that the person... Oh, sorry. I'm just looking for... I don't want to miss them. They'll probably... Oh. Hold on. Sorry, we're gonna pause on that note. Um, just wanna make sure your pizza. Oh, that's them. Okay, we're gonna stop. We are recording. All right, All welcome right. back. Oh, thanks. We are we are fat and sassy. Sassy. Fat and sassy. That's 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 the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> And we had some pizza. So, okay, speaking of pizza, so um, the recipe, you didn't really change. No, 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 no. When I started working at Leaning Tower, mm-hmm. I thought I worked in the pizza place before, three different pizza places mm-hmm. before. I thought the sauce and the dough recipe was one of the best oh. that you could see. And one of the condition of buying the place was to get the recipe of that although I knew all of it but I want to legally get the right of that recipe so they cannot go copy it somewhere oh, else. Oh wow. Otherwise I knew it. I was a manager I was making those stuff. It's not that yeah. but I didn't want to get sued by them or they go do something else. So I bought actually in a contract was that we buying it with all the rights of the recipes wow. and stuff. So it was. A, <clears throat> so no was other pizza place has the recipe. No. Wow. Well, the owner has it. The former owner has sure, it. The but, former owner. But if you sell it to someone and they copy it, then we can go sue them. I don't think so. <laughs> nobody did it so far. Everybody can make it. 
everybody can make a pizza and different kind and uh, yeah. we are enough people around the world they like different food yeah food is so personal taste that mm-hmm. somebody in africa doesn't like the same food that somebody in minneapolis so it doesn't matter how good a food you have yeah you have to have it for the customer that you have yeah not for the this food is good and Sometimes in the restaurant industry, we make a fun of the people because their grandma make a great <laughs> soup and they love that soup. And then they start going to open a restaurant making the grandma soup. The grandma just like, you like the grandma soup because it just fed at you. If it fed some other people, they wouldn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get you know, that. Like, like it's just comfort Because that's the only soup you know. <laughs> exactly. And it, it reminds you of your grandma. grandma sometimes too. Yeah. And I do think that, especially with creating a, a place like, Le- I mean, Leading Tower Pizza has like um, natural ingredients. Yeah. I know it's like like a hip thing to have natural ingredients and Leaning Tower never really I promoted know, themselves yeah. that way. I know th- that these days is a hip thing, is everything is a organic and everything else. Is, but I'm doing this one since literally 1985. Our, yeah. We make our own sauce. You know, yeah. like, we make our own sausages. I mean, we literally make our own <laughs> Italian sausages. Yeah. We, mo- we mix our own spice. We mix yeah. our own meatball. We mix our own lasagna. We mix our <laughs> own dough. You know, it, it, the thing that we do in-house, it, it wasn't... The time we were doing it, it wasn't even hip. Nobody yeah, knew it. Yeah, it was you know. just like what you did. In some restaurant, they were doing some stuff. They call it homemade. And I used to make a joke of it. I said, damn, I don't want to eat anything is homemade because I know <laughs> how the homemade stuff is. I want to be something made in restaurant, yeah. not in the home. Right, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I knew what the yeah. means is that, but I was trying to make fun of it. But it's a homemade. <laughs> oh, oh, give me something. You know, somebody professional made it. Yeah, not, professional made. Professional made, yeah. Yeah, not homemade. But... Again, this was a kind of the joke. I don't yeah. want. I don't want people to think because sometimes I use that voice. Everything is homemade, but it's not homemade. It's yeah. in restaurant made. We have equipment. Is it sanitized? Is it this and yeah. that? It's yeah. not the same way your mom made that yeah. pizza for you. <laughs> yeah, and and pizza is such a popular topic. Like all oh. over, you got Chicago style, you got New York style, you've got a bunch of different pizza places that do their own thing. <clears throat> Um, but it's just it's funny because everyone has an opinion oh this is the best pizza this is the worst pizza this is the best pizza it's like it it is true and and, and that's true too because to me food in general is like a clothing yeah why somebody would like or color why somebody like red somebody like orange somebody like the you know if you grow up in Africa, you're like totally different kind of food. So their food, yeah. that doesn't mean their food is sucks because you are not, you know, or China yeah. food or Japanese food. Mm-hmm. You know, food is something that is uh, so personal mm-hmm. that I never said any food is bad because what's bad to you as a food is a great tasting to the other people. Right, right. And uh, these are the, I hope that's not the true, but... I heard some people in Africa they ate a monkey brain, you know. Yeah. So, I, you know, so do like you think the delicacy? <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, as a yeah. matter of fact. Or a bal- what is it? Balut egg. Yeah. Have you, balo- have you heard of that? No. Vietnamese cultures. I'm probably saying it wrong, but they make um, like this little egg thing with like a fertilized egg. 
and you crack it open, you, you cook it, you par cook it, crack it open, and you eat a, a baby chicken. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, they, they, that's what I'm saying. They, if food is such a thing. So I never get insulted by somebody saying oh. your pizza sucks or your pizza is the greatest. I take a little pride on that when they say it's the greatest, but the other person, you know, eats and a pizza sucks because he doesn't know what's a good pizza. Well, it the, is. People the, say the people who say your pizza sucks, they might suck. Sucks. Because, I mean, that's I a bad attitude. attitude. Because I, it's bread, it's sauce, I, it's ingredients. I, <laughs> I agree with you 100%. <laughs> like because how, would, how can you tell me that? Maybe I, maybe this is wrong of me to say that, but, yeah. but I eat even Domino's pizza sometimes. My friend somewhere that is Leaning Tower is not available or other best pizza that I know around is not available. Domino's dough and it's, sauce yeah. you know so sometimes it's better though sometimes did it's you, not a good did you, did you get your pizza without sauce and cheese like <laughs> maybe that sucked but like yeah. was there cheese in the sauce sauce how could be anything you melt on the I mean, che- even you melt it, cheese on any bread give me the raw dough so, it doesn't suck, suck. <laughs> <laughs> like whoever says pe- that our pizza sucks are yeah the leaning tower and i actually yeah. really do like leaning tower pizza pizza yeah it is i think it it is unique though it is it really is we, a unique style though isn't it the, yes it is i've never because, had a crust like that yeah because we are trying we're not trying to make it as i call it give you a lot of dough for, for your money we make it <laughs> we make it you know actually Kind of between thin crust and you know heavy crust, you know, is right enough and is it crispy enough that you can hold your pizza? Yeah. A slice doesn't fall off your hand. Yeah, you know? it's not one of those cartoon ones where they kind of pizza bend is all the like, time bends. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's not a bendy pizza. It's definitely like a thin crispy. crust, crispy lovers. Yeah, and know? well, some people don't like that. And some people don't like it. Some people like to roll their pizza together and make a slice out of it it makes it like a little burrito or something to just and you know i like that kind of crust too oh, i like all crust it's oh, bread yeah. it's bread and pasta, pasta. Like, like i said yeah, yeah no i'm not against that either that's why i said i mm-hmm. ate, i ate you know not a lot but i ate even domino's pizzas or pizza hot pizza or it's all you good. know carboni's pizza i ate a lot of pizza put it this way you cannot go wrong with a pizza Mm-mm. But you might not like it. It's yeah. different between going wrong, totally is out of your league, or yeah, I didn't like this one. I like this one better than the other one. It's like a clothing. Did I have a question? Did uh, the original Leaning Tower Pizza have um, artichoke? Artichoke pizza? Or oh, yes. not artichoke, but anchovies. Oh, anchovies. anchovies. Oh, oh anchovies. yeah. The original pizza has an anchovy, and I used to make those anchovy pizza, and I hated it. Oh. <laughs> I hated it to the passion to make yeah. this anchovy pizza. I mean, I was regretting every time, wash my hand three times to make oh. a pizza, and uh, it's an ugly thing. Oh. But the day that I bought the leaning tower, the first thing <laughs> I took out of pizza was anchovy <laughs> pizza. You know, that was one of my uh. Uh, my point of pride. It is, uh, I never made anchovy pizza after I bought leaning tower. Oh, that's so funny. They, eh? I do. I, we, made up a few other pizza like a taco pizza or mexican pizza or you know hawaiian pizza we made some stuff yeah. you know during the last 40 years but anchovy pizza to me still i know some people like it but i think the generation is dying that yeah. the one that like anchovy is a hairy fish you know Ugh. as i call it 
Yeah. I don't know. So, so you never liked the anchovies? I never did. Not the taste, not, not the, the taste, not the looks of it. Ooh, it's, it's the, like the, dead fish, little yeah, tiny dead fish. Yeah, uh, I, I never liked. Well, the, the reason I didn't like it because I didn't like the looks of it. So, oh, yeah. if you don't like the looks of something, how could you make a food out of it or eat it? Yeah. To begin with, I didn't I'm just like trying it. to picture what an anchovy pizza looked like before you bought the place. Like it's just like I bet they all lined <laughs> I told up you, like I'm, this. Yes, I made it. I used to grab them and just <coughs> threw them like that. <coughs> Every time I make a sound. <coughs> <coughs> you know, I used to call it <coughs> pizza. Wait, yeah. Uh, Where did the anchovies come from? Like who started anchovy pizza? I don't know that. Honestly, I don't. But I think it must be Italian, okay. original, okay. somewhere Italian. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, this is another question all the time comes that is, am I Italian? No, I'm not. I'm Iranian. I end up to be, <laughs> just happen to be working in the pizza place, end up to having a pizza place. I'm not Italian. A lot of people, because I talk with the accent, they think I'm Italian. But that means they are not familiar with the accent. They have a Middle Eastern accent. They have an Italian accent. <laughs> you have a British accent. You have a German accent. So if you're familiar with the accent, you would know who is from where. Yeah. If you're not, everybody sounds foreign to you. Yeah. <laughs> they think you're Italian. That's that's comical. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, 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 sometimes I let them play that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I came uh, here from Italy. Uh, and uh, I, Italy. Uh, my dad was Mario. Mario. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's a, people, they like to make assumption about other people. Yeah. You know, one of the things I realized about the restaurant, especially, especially Leaning Tower, I had another restaurant, as I mentioned before, Sophia Fancy Restaurant, mm -hmm. but the Leaning Tower, everybody wants to know who's the owner. Somehow they think that the, it's kind of a little extra credit that they know the owner of the Leaning Tower that they go to the yeah. restaurant that they know the owner yeah. and if someone says oh yeah I know the owner I say, okay it's not a big deal to know the yeah. owner yeah. You know, he's there cooking pizza washing toilet and cleaning up the stuff you know, it's not <laughs> it's not a, that glory as you think it is but, <laughs> but I have to say that it's really an honor to know all those people oh yeah it's really an honor to you know just they've been, these people have been 40 years that they're coming and going and oh, I, I have yeah. a people still they come in the day I bought the restaurant they were there and still they come in that's so cool and as a matter of fact one of the family there was a young guy and a young woman they live just the apartment behind the leaning tower and yeah. they got married they were boyfriend and girlfriend get together and they were married they used to come to leaning tower and they got married and they left they come back in second anniversary I said oh congratulations she was pregnant I said congratulations and I didn't say and 23 years later these people coming three big boys maybe more than 23 maybe 25 because the oldest boy was about 24 so because I saw him when she was pregnant so 24 five years later they come in and I didn't know them this yeah. is come to this literally middle aged people with yeah. the three boys big boys yeah. not even average boy big boys big boys and that was their 30th anniversary they met at leaning tower they yeah. used to come at leaning tower so they start living at the behind the leaning tower in the apartment building yeah. so they come and now they had these three boys from 25 years old to 21 years old and this was a i don't know how familiar this listener of yours are familiar with the leaning tower pizza the, 
powder pizza is really heavy. A lot of the stuff on it is a big pizza. Oh, that's a classic too. Yeah. It's from the beginning. Beginning, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big pizza. And look, anyway, so there were three boys and their parents. And they come in and I happened to be there. And they called me over the table and they said, we are that fearful. And you remember that? I said, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I literally remember them. But the boy was a big, you know, well, yeah, I didn't, you didn't see him. You never 20, met them. Ne- yeah. Never met them. 25 years. They ordered eight pizza between five people, large oh. pizza. And they ate them all. Oh, my gosh. Eight? Eight. Oh. M- Mom and dad eat one large pizza. The other three boys eat seven pizza between them, a large pizza. Oh, my god! I am, to this day, that's a record of the, <laughs> some people eating that many pizza to me. And it was so much that I gave them two free pizza. I said, you know, you can have it, two of them free. Oh you should, you just paid for six. Five <laughs> people, eight pizza. Oh, Incredible. my gosh. Nobody believes this kind of a story. Do you, think, do you think that's because, you know, they're in the womb and they ate the pizza and no, that's I, like their comfort? I think, I think the boys were, their parents talk about so much about Leaning Tower, they want to test, taste every mm-hmm. different pizza. And they were, literally, they were big boys too. And yeah. they ate them. You know, they, each woman could eat one large pizza. Oh I have gosh. a lot of people that eat one large pizza by themselves. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can't, I never could do it. I can't even no. do it, you know, but... I'm a three-size person. Small. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a four-size yeah. slice of a small pizza. Yeah, yeah. Well, I eat about six pizzas per week, you know, so it's a difference. You do? Oh, I, 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 you know, in the last 10 years, I lower less because of the, my age, but uh-huh. I used to eat pizza almost every other day, one meal at least. So Really? Or, that's a that's it was a far. I mean, I used to eat all of seven days, five days. I used to eat pizza. Wow! And the other two days I eat salad. <laughs> so you get, get <laughs> you a, got balance. a balance. Yeah. That was so my did you ever get sick of leaning to our pizza? I never did, as a matter of fact. I yeah. never did. But I am uh, one of those people. When I like something, I keep doing the same thing. My favorite pizza is a pepperoni and mushroom. So ninety nine percent of the time, I eat pepperoni and mushroom. Yeah. If I have a friend and somebody else, they want something else, we order something else, I eat with them. Yeah. But it's not my favorite because my favorite is pepperoni and mushroom. Sure. Because you've had a lot of taco pizzas. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah I do. Because your friends like taco, taco pizza. pizza yeah. And I, I, I'll eat them. I yeah. eat every pizza in Leaning Tower yeah. I made. If I don't like the pizza, I would not put it in the menu. What about the Cuban? Cuban is really good, but it's too much meat for me. It's so good, though. Yeah, it's a, I had a sp- spicy. Yeah. And pickly, not like spicy hot, like like pickly, no, no, right? No, like yeah. spicy. Like you you, just, you say spicy different than a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Um, because you think of spices like a spices. Spice is not supposed to be just hot. Temperature in, in, hot, in, yeah. Yeah. In United States, everything is a, if too much of pepper in it. It's yeah. a spicy. It's a spice. Yeah, it's a, spicy. You know, like a uh, buffalo wing is hot buffalo wing hot. is hot, hot. Is hot. and they hot. want it too hot that's not a spice to me yeah, a spice, spice actually like something makes your flavor good but not even you like, feel it like fennel or i don't know oregano, oregano uh, parsley parsley uh, garlic just enough not salt enough and pepper. Uh, salt and pepper as a matter of fact i'll tell you the misunderstanding of the 99 percent of the people uh, is uh G- 
MSG. Yes. 99% of people, they think MSG is something is bad or something like that. MSG is made of, is like a salt. Is mm-hmm. nothing manufactured about it. Is another and It's actually spice. natural. It's naturally occurring in it, tomatoes. Uh, 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 in every, they have a mine for it, like a salt. Mm-hmm. You go mine MSG, and it cre- mm-hmm. is a natural. It's mm-hmm. not a thing. But a lot of people, they think MSG is something bad, or you know. I heard that it was a false report I that some guy wrote as a wanna, fake doctor. As a fake, not a fake doctor. The doctor went to the one time in 1970. 475 he went to the Chinese food and he ate some Chinese food and he yeah. gets sick mm-hmm. and he wrote a letter that he's got yeah. sick because he has an MSG in their food and that letter got to the med- Journal of Medicine of the yes. and then suddenly every MSG become bad yeah. MSG been around for more than 5,000 years it's it a lot of culture they use it is nothing yeah. Nothing wrong with it's it. Assault. As a matter of fact, I make it uh, give you another example. When the Chipotle opened the Chipotle, they, one of the things they put in their sign was a no MSG. Mm-hmm. They got sued that you cannot put in your advertising no MSG. The reason is why didn't you put no alcohol, no tomato, no cherry, no uh, garbage, no thing. You yeah. cannot put what's not in your food. You should put what is in your food. Oh, okay. So, you know, if you don't want to put the no f- MSG in my food, why don't you put, the, I mean, something ridiculous, no, I don't know, uh, couch in my food. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, no, no protein in our food. food. No, no, <laughs> no protein. Is, you cannot say not you don't have on your food you can say what, what isn't you it? it yeah okay. so they took the they took their no msg out the sign out because first of all msg is not bad yeah you know, i'm trying yeah. to educate people about that and but i understand everybody might have some allergy to it or something that's, so so yeah, that's true. so as a peanut so as a cucumber so yeah. as a the melon you know people they have an allergy to different yeah. things but is my point to educate people is MSG is like a salt. Yeah. You put it in or you don't. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It's another another It's a flavoring. A flavoring thing to do that. It's like a pepper. You know, it's like a it's, yeah. and it's nothing manufactured mm-hmm. or nothing is natural spice. It is natural, at yeah. least from what I've read. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. But that's what I said, misunderstanding or mis thing and it then was, uh, it just went uh, it just went i don't want to get to the politic but the uh, being a prejudice against of the chinese or something like that that they put msg in the bad name and stuff it is it did just put a bad name for it and also i think that's a good um reason why everybody should not just listen to what they read or read. hear oh especially the these days this is from <laughs> long 70s and uh, and There's now always the second side <laughs> Always. Other side. I other side. side. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the second yeah. side. It's other side. It's a conspiracy. Yeah, it's a, you know, restaurant business is a restaurant business is a really really a hard business. Mm-hmm. People they want to go to the restaurant business because they think their mother or their grandma or their grandpa made it such a good food one time or one thing they think that's it if i've served that barbecue that my grandpa makes or yeah. soup that my grandma soup, made yeah. or the sandwich my uh, mom mm-hmm. makes uh, that is, is going to be a, 
successful every people going to like it. Yeah. Restaurant business is not like that. Mm-mm. As I said it, I'm Iranian originally. The food I eat, if I want to put that, I might not be a successful restaurant. Right. You have to put the food that what most of people like. And mm-hmm. average, and I don't mean it average by the thing, average by the number of people going to yeah. like it. Not necessarily that two people are going to like yeah. your food. You know, you know, some of the food I eat, I know some American they don't like. Right, yeah. You know? So that's not the thing. And I eat a lot of food American like too. Yeah. But for my restaurant, even in the fancy restaurant that was Mediterranean restaurant, and for Leaning Tower Pizza and the, all the other three Leaning Tower Pizza that I had, is all the time make sure that something that everybody likes. If yeah. everybody or average person like it, it's a good food. Mm-hmm. Because you, a specialty food is for specialty people, then they have a specialty restaurant for that, then you can go to. Fine dining, too, I feel like. Sometimes. Not just that. You know, like a, if you want to eat Moroccan food, then you go to Morocco restaurant. Restaurant. Yeah. restaurant. Then there you get the food that is specifically for Moroccan. And you might like it, you might not like it, but Moroccan people like it. Yeah. Have you ever met anybody that doesn't like um, Italian food or specifically no, pizza actually, and pasta? I, actually, I don't. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I don't. I think it's nothing... You know, it's a pasta and the pizza stuff. Vegans is dead, like it. Dead. Carnivores no, like okay. it. You can make anything out of it. It's like, yeah. To me, uh, Italian food is like a sandwich. You can add anything you want to. Tomatoes, garlic, so oil. Oh, oh anything. Artichokes. So, whatever. You want to make the, a slice of your bread and then throw everything in there. Yeah. You know, just, that's a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It is. It's it's an open face sandwich. Yeah. 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 That's a pizza, but you can close the sandwiches. Anything else you want, cover it up. <laughs> then you can bite on it. Yeah. Too. Roll it up. Do whatever you want with it. Um, yeah. And let's talk about the artwork at Leaning Tower Pizza. You are responsible for that. Well, uh, I I, uh, I don't know. Not many people know. I graduated from the uh, college in the interior design so I was involved in the art community mm-hmm. a lot when I uh, started Link Tower a lot of I, I couldn't get a chance to do a lot of artwork because I was working so many hours and having a kids and stuff you know but I see a lot of artists coming to the Leaning Tower and then I, I would ask them to show me your work they were showing your work and then I would combine my my what I want and with their talent mm-hmm. I combine them and I said let's do this mm-hmm. and if you did go to the Leaning Tower you will see some of the artwork is some of them is specifically made for Leaning Tower mm-hmm. you know and is not you know I have a couple of picture of the those are all original picture of the outside of Leaning Tower from the day it was and we have some bunch of historic you know like we have a one last supper that yeah. we call it last slice. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot I mean I don't mean disrespect any religious mm-hmm. person, but that that been demonstrated in a lot of different ways. I seen it so many different ways. But uh we put that that last slice was my idea of, and the uh, artist, you know, thing then we put it Jesus Christ and then the 
all of the supper were on them, and then we have mm-hmm. the pizza front of them for the last it supper. Yeah, it's so And iconic, a lot yeah. of people like that. They think is they, I see a lot of people come and take a picture of it, and yeah. they're not from the city, and they come and take a picture front of that, and and they go. Yep. And we do have another one that's uh, just the north of the, or the, the... The pizza, right? Or the... I'm being the picture with oh, it pointing. Yeah. The slice to the slice. Yeah. What's, what is that painting called? Oh, that, uh, oh the pa- painting that's yeah. called <laughs> the creation of the sl- creation of pizza. Yeah. That's, a, that's what was my another opinion. <laughs> that's a creation of Adam. You know, and then we made it the creation of pizza because we had a... a under the stairways, uh, you have to be there. Go there, please go there. Yeah, and go you know, check the, it out. Uh, and it, it's a slice, you know, just the angle like a slice. Then, yeah. And we put a God or Creator in the one side of it. That's it from Sistine Chapel. And then the pointing at is creation of Adam. Then pointing at the slice, and it's a, we call <laughs> it's, it creation of the my pizza. Favorite, yeah. It's a call it creation of the pizza. So mm. we. <laughs> just play around a little bit because I had a little bit of art background and then I loved the artist and mm-hmm. these artists they were all doing good and then that the, that's the, the same the, artist right yeah that did the yeah, last supper the and then we have a uh, unfortunately that I'm really really upset and sad about that we had a huge mural in the mm. wall of the Leaning Tower mm-hmm. outside of the Leaning Tower in the 24th and Lindell in the side of 24th. We have this huge mural that we call it Minnesota Italy Leaning Tower. Yeah. That's the name of it is Minnesota Italy Leaning Tower because it has a combination of the Italy. It's a big mural on the wall. It's a combination of Italy, Leaning Tower, and Minnesota. Yeah, it's got and, the loon. And he has a loon, and then he has a Mona Lisa catching the pizza, fishing the yeah, pizza yeah. slice. And unfortunately, that's what I'm saying. I'm really, really mad. Some people, they graffiti over that. That I thought was a no, 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 no. Yeah. You don't graffiti over other people's uh, art. But yeah. they did. You he, know. Who, who is that artist? What's his name? Uh, John uh, Stain, I think. Yeah, Stain, John Stain. 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 That sounds right. Yeah. He used to, I was living above the Leaning Tower Pizza when he was painting that. And I would hear him whistle while he worked, and I'd open my window and I'd hand him like a beverage because he'd be standing on the ladder right next to my window. <laughs> John is a really nice guy. He's a big artist. He he does a mural, big mural, and mm-hmm. he's a specialty. I mean, I think he's down. He goes all around the world. He painted a Victoria Angel on the wall for this big. Uh, shopping center or something oh, like wow. that. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, he is good. And, when and he, he has a, a sense min- of humor, too. Oh, yeah. He's a Minneapolis uh, artist, and then he's in town, and he comes over there. We are kind of friends, and and he asked me, what do you want to do? I said, hey, John, I have this idea. you want to do it? And we get we do it, and anytime he has a two, three weeks, I'll create something, and he, he painted around the Leaning Tower. And he has oh, a, wow. he has a, and we have another column that is, created a really nice angel over it wrapping around the column that's yeah, a the angel with the pizza pizza and that's really really good job of the john mm-hmm. does it mm-hmm. i'll take some credit for it a little bit because i come up with the idea and john, idea and, and john and john he made, it he made yeah. that's exactly yeah john that's cool yeah i 
also want his information to have him on here because that would be fun too. Do yeah. you think he'll come back and fix the mural? Or? Oh yeah, we all uh, we talk to him, but he lives in Hawaii now, you know. Uh, so he's, uh, and uh, I'm hoping he's coming back and uh, get it because they somebody put the graffiti in outside. What is he doing in Hawaii? That's so great. Well, he I think he has a sister or brother living in Hawaii and then so he doesn't because the COVID he didn't mm -hmm. have that much of job so mm -hmm. he, he just want to stay there he said I live in the at least nice weather I don't need to be in the cold or this and that oh okay coming from a guy who's about to go to California <laughs> hey I'm a I'm a I'm a I put up with the 45 years of the Minnesota weather, and I'm... I'm surprised you did that. Right? No, I love Minnesota. Minnesota is great, you know, but when you get older, your tolerance for cold goes down. Yeah, I hear that. I, I, so I decided, you know, I don't want to be Minnesota in the cold time. Now, maybe one of the reasons is, is not I don't like the Minnesota, but I could not get away uh, from two, three months of the winter time because my wife is working, still as mm -hmm. she's working. If she was retired or something like that, then I would be a snowboard bird and mm -hmm. I just go and come back in summertime. Minnesota, I love it. My house is on the lake, I love it. And my wife and I, we have a really hard time right now to selling our house that it was really nice and stuff, but we're gonna go to the somewhere that we don't have to deal with the winter. That's the only oh, reason, yeah. that's the only reason. And, and some people, they, some people they say this is stupid. Yeah. Does she have a job out there? Oh yeah. She already got. She has to be in. Uh, we are here. What is it? Uh, November 9th or tenth now? Yeah. And she has to start working new job on December first. Wow. And that's why same you're, company. Yeah. yeah. And that's why you're heading out fast. at the time. Yeah, fast that you're Because going. they said you're coming in. We are short-handed. December first, we have an opening for you. And she said, okay. So she transferring her job, you yeah. know, my, my wife, you know, just, and she, otherwise she's one of the force that she wants to keep me in Minnesota because she loves Minnesota and yeah. the cold winters. But uh, I promised her that she would love California too. Maybe I should mention this, but I did see some cute photos you took of her in the winter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that she sent to her friends. Yeah. Which was like her in a swimsuit in the middle of winter just like rocking it like with no care in the world well, yeah, <laughs> like she's she did that but maybe I, she might listen to this one and stuff but yeah she she uh, made me one time that there was she didn't made me she said would you do that i said for sure i do that but yeah we had about 17 inches of a snow and in our house patio in the a table in the house was about literally show 17 inches of snow on top of it. She said, I want to go there with a bikini. And she went over there with a bikini and snapped some picture. They had winter with the 17. I bet her. All right, Kozra, we are back. Yeah, you know, this is this was wonderful. And thank you because I know everything in these days is a podcast and recorded and, <laughs> and this and that. But this is. Someday, some hundred years from now, somebody knows about some foreigner that moved to this United States <laughs> and was Iranian, got in Italian place and made a success out of it and yeah. made, made enough money to feel successful. Yeah, that's great. And thank, thank you. you. And thank you because I know that it was you're a hard guy to get into a podcast. You know that? 
<laughs> it's difficult. We had like three different dates that, that had to get rescheduled. I'm, I'm sorry about that. But That's because okay. it was it was just the right I should say the wrong timing and stuff. It's not that I didn't want to do it, it was just the all this thing happening that yeah. selling the business, buying the house in California, selling my house in here. Big changes for big you. Big changes. I, I'm so I'm literally I'm nervous. I think I've never been nervous in my life this much. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's a big change. It, it's a lot of change. How about I didn't like it and now I don't have a house in Minnesota, I don't have a restaurant. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> How about oh. I didn't like that? Well retirement? I have a couch if you ever need to crash. <laughs> oh it's not about it. <laughs> no, yeah, no, thank I'm you. I know, I know, I know. But it's not about the space, it's about the quality of it. You know. No, the quality of life, especially I, I, coming uh, from such a great community yeah, of people. Yeah. But I, you always have 40 years of here, I have a, at least 4,000 people, a friend. Oh, know, yeah, uh, you have a ton of friends. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's uh, kind of hard to say bye to everything in matter of the month or so and say bye-bye and yeah. I'm leaving. You know. But I believe... Everything has a start and everything has an end. Yeah. That's a life and that's the way it's supposed to be. And in the middle of it, you're supposed to have a lot of good time mm-hmm. and some good hard memories. time. And some hard time too. It's yeah. not necessary. Nobody said it's going to be easy. And if if you have a 51% of the time good time, you're a winner. Yeah. 49% hunt, so you're ahead. <laughs> That's all it is. And I do have to say that I am honored to be able to have worked at Leading Tower Pizza for so long and um, getting to know everybody. And even through the, I've seen some hard times and some good times. Yeah. And I'm really happy with, you know, where I was at meeting yeah. everybody. And you, you were one of the, you know that, you know, I wouldn't say this stuff if I didn't mean it you know, you're mm-hmm. one of the hard worker your customer loves you and you are doing your job good but i believe you're in the right track now yeah you know. well thank you <coughs> sorry again this is not a cough it's there's dogs here he's allergic yeah and uh, uh you're in the right track your business is the media yeah you're gonna be a great photographer or great you know, media person to do some stuff and get online thing. It's so many things in there. Yeah, sometimes I feel like it. I did. I had the opportunity to get into it, but I didn't because I didn't understand it. Yeah. And now you're in it, moving. You're a hard worker. You will succeed. Yeah. And I'll be. I'm hoping before I die, I'll see you <laughs> your picture in the some. You be the subject of the <laughs> podcast of the somebody else's that they started. And don't all the time help the other people to go up. Yeah. You know, that was my goal was in my life, to help myself and help other people to, you know, get that. It's so much of enjoyment to doing that. Yeah, yeah. People, they don't realize how good it is to feel, how f- you feel so good about helping someone to succeed to a certain level. And I have yeah. a lot of my friends that... I don't want to brag about myself, but yeah. I help them that they did succeed in their business. Yeah. And it's still your friend, you know, and they're oh, helping sure. me. They did help me for certain things. Yeah, I think it's important to not only learn for yourself, but help other people grow and be in a better place. And that's kind of why I do the podcast, because I do meet a lot of really amazing people in what I do as photography, and I work with these great people. Um, and I want 
the stories that I get to hear about their successes, I want to be displayed. Um, and that's why I do the podcast in the uh, first place. I wish you great success, and you will. You, know, it's not, you don't need to be, I don't need to wish for you. I know you will be. <laughs> well, thank great you. Great success. You know. Hopefully, thank you. in. Maybe the next time uh, I'm going to interview you because I'm bored and I'm going to interview the most <laughs> successful podcaster in the United States. Ooh. <laughs> With a $50 million, $50 million uh, hit. I don't know what they call it, hit, yeah, read, or whatever they call it. You know, just followers. Uh, followers. Know, yeah. <laughs> you know, doing that podcast and stuff. Yeah. Well, thank you. You've been a good mentor. As, um, as I've done photography over the years, I have um, had lots of conversations with you in... Um, again, how to be successful, and you know, you've given me a lot of pep talks, so I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you for listening to those. Yeah. <laughs> he was kind of, I call it free, you know, if you like it, you like it, if you don't, yeah. that's, you don't have to listen to it. <laughs> it's true, but you did listen to a lot of them, yeah. Uh, I mean, and listen to it, maybe you didn't act on it, but you did listen to it. You're a very good listener, yeah. I try, I try to that's, listen to everybody. That's that's, a, that's one sign of the successful person. Well, thank you. Well. Um, I'm excited. We're going to have your party, and this will be released in time for your... Um, <laughs> it's super sad. sad. You know, it's the end of an era oh, for a lot of people. Hey, everything you know? has to come to an end. Yeah. Even this podcast that I'm enjoying it's it so about, much know, has to come to, to an end. Come to an end. <laughs> it has to come to an end. All right. We can't sit here for the next 20 years and talk about the Leaning Tower. We don't have enough battery life for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have enough life for that. This is true. I don't have enough life. Yeah. But so. anyway. Well, thanks again. Yeah, thank you, Kosra. Good luck. Thank you. I, okay. It's really thank you for listening to it because this is, as I said, it might go to the history. Not many knows this. You know, uh, everybody knows that uh, Congress has a lot of book, but not many people read it. But if somebody needs something, they go to do that. I'm hoping this podcast is going to go to the some area or some area to get safe somewhere and maybe in thousand years uh, past the Star Trek time and uh, war, Star Wars time and then somebody bring it up and push it in and then I said, wow, this is was the way the people they live in the year 2021. <laughs> that would be something. Wouldn't that be? It will be. It is. And, and a possibility is there. You know, why do you want to buy wouldn't be that, that's true i'll make you sure know, that this is found this is found you know i'll bury a just put my name ground. on it and yeah. they will find close <laughs> <laughs> road davari that's it do you have a middle name hussein hussein i feel like i did know that yeah Close but I, I i i seem saddam hussein i never use it i use it as an h yeah, yeah a, but my uh Kazra davari is very famous name you can google it comes my sons out with a big good looking guy check out his good looking sons on google 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 them Devari brothers you'll see a lot of six packs <laughs> Devari brothers <laughs> if you want to see a 12 pack split into two <laughs> if you want to see the keg you can check mine <laughs> if you'd like to see the keg google search actual kosro <laughs> <laughs> all right this no, has been fun water. thank you so much thank you thank you and i wish you Great success. Thank you. All right. I'll see ya. Oh, a little dancey. Doo, doo, doo.